dude start to jump the control. Some fucking wires and glue shit. Let's start it. Come on. Dude. It started. It started. Yeah. yeah. I need to overhaul this shit. <laughs> We're cracking up because Chris can't figure out how to set his. He can't figure like, out how to set his mic or his headset. Man. He's and over there cursing and like roid raging, and we thought we'd share it with you. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're fixing to see me like wings rage out on this shit right here. Yeah. I'm start throwing my fucking headset. He can't hear us at all. <laughs> what if this is the most epic troll ever and he could hear us perfectly? He just wanted to see what we'd say about him. Like oh, what, rage, huh? I can hear you. There he is. Oh, damn it. Oh, now it's working? <laughs> well, can he hear us or not? I don't know. Yeah, I can't tell. Right, Fucking A. Chris, did you Yo. get it working? Yes. Uh, I thought you were about to break something. Aw, <laughs> oh, damn it, he can talk. Damn Dude, it. I was fixing to start smashing all kinds of shit over there. I, I, to be honest, I thought he was a pretty good guest when his shit didn't work at all. <laughs> <laughs> I was, was kind of hoping he'd tear the green screen down first before he started kicking stuff. <laughs> uh, Wings, did you say you had... Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Let me start... Uh, Hello, everybody. This is Painkill Already, episode 110, I think, 110. Damn. We have Wings of Redemption, FPS Kyle, Lefty, Shaggy, a.k.a. G-Unit, and Chris Katera, and me, Woody's Gamertag. Welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Salutations. Let's go ahead and start this off on the right foot with some controversy. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. We have Shaggy here after a long hiatus from the game. He's been out of it for a minute. Doing what I don't know what the hell he's been doing. But I want Shaggy's opinion on Raw Instinct. Do you think he should come back? Since you pretty much have the only other thing that can pretty much top what he did on your track record. Opinions? Raw Instincts. Are you familiar with it? I'm sorry, I don't know if you've been keeping up. Is he the one that made a parody of my uh Oh my gosh. Yeah, no 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 no. Oh Raw Instinct Lord, made a how did he that pretty much parody T March channel. I mean, all right, all right. I've been off the YouTube scene for like ages now, eight months. So here, here's the background. Um, Raw Instinct had been copying, uh, to some extent, I Fly Illini and primarily T-Mart's videos for quite some time. T-Mart would come up with a video and say like, hey, did you know that the thermal scope on this LMG made it have less recoil? And then like two days later, Raw Instinct would put up a video. Hey, did you know that the thermal scope on this LMG gave it less recoil? You heard it here. And uh, just like for a year... He flat out copied like everything T-Mart did. On top of that, he would copy T-Mart's tags, and he copied the like look and feel of his thumbnails, so that he would get in the related videos, and people who thought maybe they were watching T-Mart's other stuff yeah. would go and discover Raw Instinct. And uh, I fly line, I called him out on this, and uh, um, the whole like YouTube universe crushed on him in a similar way that it did to you a couple years ago like it I don't like wings was saying there aren't many um controversies that rivaled yours and that's that's probably you guys are first second I don't know who's who and he quit the YouTube scene he quit he left he didn't he quit uh, he left in August I think so it's only October but he hasn't uploaded a video since it came down on him hmm so, I don't so, think he should I don't think he should have quit no? Shouldn't have quit. No, I definitely don't think he should have quit. I mean, I, I understand everything that's going on around it, but dude, I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about. I'm not in in the cool crowd per se with some of these some of these guys, but honestly, don't see why he 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 just like up and quit. I think he should have quit what he was doing. 
Yeah, right? exactly. You know? like he, he, he can't do anything that even remotely approaches copying or plagiarizing anymore. The gig is up on that. Or the jig is up? I never know. Jig. I think it's jig. Is it jig? <laughs> I think it's jig. Potato, potato. <laughs> What'd you say, Kyle? Potato, potato. Okay, okay. So the, the jig is up on that. The whole copying, plagiarizing, not coming up with your own ideas for videos, that is done. But, um, you know, quitting entirely, that's up to him. I don't know. The sort of thing that controversially occurred with me is that uh, I obviously stopped that crap afterwards and wait a minute wait a minute wait no a minute. i moved on <laughs> I, 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 I moved on right that's not so clear right there like <laughs> so first of all you should know i don't give a crap how fake your videos are or were or whatever wait, wait. like i really don't can you hear me okay yeah, yeah. All right, so um, so first there was the fake, the world's fastest nuke. And for people who don't know this, um, it was on Terminal. He threw like a 6-in-1 or 9-in-1 Semtex on BDOM, and they all died. And then they all had like tack inserts, so he dropped the Harrier on their tack inserts. And then he got a, a chopper gunner, and he quickly got himself a nuke in Modern Warfare 2. The whole thing took, how long was it, Shaggy? You can help me. 30 seconds. 30 seconds, and he had a nuke. And a lot of people were like, this doesn't look quite right. At one point, like in the first nade, the guy ran off of BDOM, realized, holy crap, I'm supposed to stand on BDOM. And even after the flag was capped, he ran back and then got naded. <laughs> so um, so that was like the fake nuke. And then um, after that, he's like, no, no, I really am just truly talented in this game. Watch, I'll get a knife-only nuke. And sure enough, he's playing against people. They have, like, sniper rifles. They're shooting in the air. They're, like, tripping over stuff, walking into walls in that way where, like, you can't stop. And Shaggy just running around knife and knife. You, and you're missing the big point. Go on. The circle, triangle, circle to dodge bullets. <laughs> I love that one. That was the best. Yeah, yeah. It was it was on um, Wasteland, right? And he's like, yeah, you know, if anyone's shooting at you, circle, triangle, circle. And she dodged bullets like fucking Matrix style. And I'm like, what the? Really? Like, you dodged bullets in this game? Nobody dodges bullets in this game. So, so the question is, Shaggy, what did you go do? No, it's like that scene from The Matrix. He's like, I can dodge bullets. And Shaggy's like, when you're ready, you won't have to. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, uh, Wings? What did I go through? Well, you've been doing the last eight months. I know. I know you tried to come back twice, and you just like gave up. Like wait, your wait, heart's wait. not in it. Are you not familiar with his rap career? <laughs> <laughs> you mean eight bangs? bangs? Eight bangs, right on YouTube? No, no, no. That's your boy me. bangs. That's it. it. The number eight B A N G S. Eight bangs. Go check him out. He's a uh, YouTube slash. Like, number eight, I'm, it's hard to say it, but, you know, the keyboard, the, between seven and nine, hit the number eight, and then B-A-N-G-S, YouTube slash eight bangs. You can watch your boy um, do his thing. <laughs> it looks just like me, but that's not me, though. <laughs> your boy bangs. No, but what I did, I moved on to... Uh... <laughs> You're going to take it to a movie? <laughs> nah, I moved, I moved on to another games and <laughs> I, I just love how G Yun is trying to be stylish while wearing a pair of Tritons. Like he's got <laughs> over his Tritons. Nah, this is my thing, you know. <laughs> I love my hat. Uh, I noticed you got some waist there behind the bed too. What's the guns looking like? <laughs> nah, nah. Oh shit, <laughs> that's not mine. 
Hold on, I gotta set my thing to live broadcast. Oh, there's somebody. There's somebody with you. Don't you introduce your friend? It's my brother. He doesn't want to be in it. You don't want to be in it. His shirt's in it. So let's go and bring the face in. You show yourself, man. <laughs> no, nah, I doesn't want to do it, man. Well, there's only like fifty thousand people watching. Oh, fifty thousand? Yeah, no, Are you not... serious? Uh, it's usually about ha- we. I don't know. Some of them are half a million. Wow. Yeah. yeah, some will get five, eight hundred thousand views. Some of them get eight hundred thousand views. No yeah, one's looking, man. Don't be nervous. How long does this last it's, for? It's just us, usually, baby. Just you and an I hour or two. chatting, wow. <laughs> dancing. Not trying so to, awesome. We're not trying to trying to get you pressure, but number one gaming podcast on the web. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wait, I'm in it. Oh, crap. Cool, duty cop, yes. Um, oh, 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 all right. So after the fake nuke was the knife-only nuke, and mm-hmm. then came a series of games... With questionable stuff. Like, I I saw you go... What was the score on Wasteland? It was like Wasteland? 90 and 8. With a shotgun on Wasteland. He yeah. was just, like, running across the open areas, dodging bullets, circle, triangle, circle. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly say that was real. That was legit. Honestly. No, that was not The only two things that I faked was that knife nuke that I lied to on Easy Blade and the 30 second nuke. That's all and I then I saw you with a pump-action shotgun on Scrapyard. And the craziest stuff would happen. Like, you'd be in the same room with six people it would take like eight shots to kill all six. Boom. Boom. Hit marker. Dead. Boom. <laughs> hit marker. Dead. And I'm like, what the f-? Like, really? Like, you- <laughs> like, no one shoots back in your lobbies? Wait, is the, is the camera stuck on me? I'm getting tweets from people saying the camera's stuck on me, which it I'm is, not opposed to. It's not my control, though. We had this happen like a week ago or a couple weeks ago. I, I don't know why it's stuck on you, but... To everybody that's upset that it's stuck on me, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, on my screen, it's it's switching around. Yeah. But, uh... <laughs> 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 right, uh... Now I can't pick my nose when Woody's talking, because usually I take, when other people are talking, I usually take a little breaks to, like, you know, scratch my face or pick my nose, but now I can't do any of that. <laughs> Alright, so sometimes... Like when I add effects or something, not sound. No, don't take it off me. I need the publicity, damn it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so sometimes this sort of thing causes it to switch around. I don't know. We'll see. I, this how do you, obscures how does my that, hairline. I'm not that, sure I like this. It obscures the awesomeness. But it, <laughs> is it staying on you like that normally? Is there just a, just a program do it? That's cool. Yeah, see? Yeah. That's awesome. God, technology is so cool. But here's my question for you, Wings, and, and everybody else. For the raw instinct thing, especially you, Shaggy, how do you take that negativity and, and, number one, deal with it, or number two, turn it into a positive? How could raw instinct, okay, he stops doing whatever it is that that you know people right, rightfully got upset with him with. How does he, how does he deal? Because that hate's not going to go away. How does he deal with it? Well, or turn it into a positive. In my opinion, he already fucked up by not taking advantage of it. Um, my channel pretty much came up when um, I, I didn't mean to. Everybody thinks I meant to do this. Was basically I called Hutch out one time and called him a bad sniper, and like I'd had and thousands upon thousands of people come pouring into my channel to you know send me death threats, send me hate mail. You know they didn't know I was fat back then, so they didn't call me fat. They just said I was dumb as shit and I was redneck and. You know, I'd probably drive a hoopty, whatever. What I would do is when they came to hate on me, I'd have three videos there waiting on them for them to watch. So when they've seen it, they might stick around. 
and what ended up happening is they stuck around. Hmm. It's good. I mean, in my situation, there was a lot of pressure. And there was sort of thing like, maybe if I could take advantage of it, maybe not. And there was two, there was two options. And I went for the one just to, just, you know, just bring it out and say, apologize, and just say the truth. Fuck. And, um, pretty much went on from there, started off. I didn't want to, you know, I don't want to carry it on. I don't want to cause even more trauma. I, I don't, know if, you, I don't know if you remember this though, Shaggy. Hutch said he was going to beat you up if you ever did it again. Do you think you could take Hutch in a fist fight? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, I, I How tall are you? How tall? Uh, I'm not sure. Like, <laughs> oh, yes, oh yeah, yeah. We're not. <laughs> Is his answer going to be metric? I hope I, his yeah, answer is going to be metric. Wait, how, how tall are you? One, one meter eighty centimeters. One meter eighty centimeters into real. I'm working on it. That's like <laughs> six. <laughs> real. Hey, hey, when, when, when a bitch asks how long my dick is, I always give it to him in centimeters. <laughs> <laughs> he is at 6'2"? 5.9 uh, feet. Oh. That's what he is. Ugh, that, I'm way off. But that's Man. not 5 foot 9 inches. So no. I, I, that, no. I'm taking that to be like 5'11", something-ish. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and, and Shaggy looks pretty athletic. Shaggy, can we see the guns? A little gun show? No, I ain't got none, man. See, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, nah, I got none. Uh, I think my money's on Shaggy. I think my yeah, you're taking Hutch with that. You got no. it. Yeah. I don't know. Hutch got the leverage and the length. Shaggy, how old were you when you faked the nuke? A 14. Hutch? I, all right, so my money's on Hutch against 14-year-old Shaggy. No, oh, against 14? No, 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 no. Oh, we're going back in time. No, well, back in time, I was... Shaggy's like 17 now, right? Yeah. Yeah, but 14-year-old Shaggy, I might put my money on Hutch. Because he was like 27 at the time. Right. Yeah. I, I want I want to just go and, and kind of meditate on that. He's 17 now, and when he first stayed with Luke, he was 14. I, I don't think it. people realize we age. <laughs> how much How much money would you pay to watch Shaggy and uh, who's the other guy who Who's the guy who's faking T Martin's videos? A uh, Raw Instinct. So Shaggy oh. and Raw Instinct in a tag team MMA fight against Hutch and Cenators. Ooh. <laughs> oh, how much How much would you pay for that? Hundred dollars. <laughs> Hundred dollars. Hundred dollars. I'd pay a hundred dollars for that. I, w- I would easily pay a hundred for that. Yeah, I got a bill on that. <laughs> if I had the money, yeah, I would. I would pay to watch it too. Yeah. No worries, I'll pay your way. Sweet. You gotta have that friend that she's like, look at that shit with. <laughs> Wings is my YouTube sugar daddy. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> dear God, Cedar's poking him in the eye. Why? Yeah. Does Cena Anders get to bring a skateboard into the ring? I just don't think Cena uh, Anders can fight. I think he's going to be like a two v one. I'll take them both myself. Yeah. Raw Instinct's got some, Raw Instinct's a pretty good got some pretty good guns on him. Yeah, Raw Instinct looks athletic to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you're not going to win unless you go earn it. That's... I used to be a fourteen, but now I let go. I mean, I just picture I picture Cena to be like trying to drink a bottle of Marlowe or something like that while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Merlot's a drink he had with dinner wings. He's going to be drinking a Cabernet. What are you talking about? For sure, for sure. Maybe it's like, maybe a light Zinfandel. Uh, yeah. Know? No, but but like uh, Nanners is the kind of guy that studies like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and you don't know <laughs> that he knows Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and you find out the hard way that he knows Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. You know what I'd like to see Christine Anders do? Look at what, what, Woody, what are you thinking right now? I'm thinking he most likely doesn't do stuff that hurts a lot. <laughs> okay. What, what about um? What's that? Uh, tai Chi. He could he could easily be into Tai Chi. 
Uh, so, no, could be. Wonder, you know, where you see like people out in like you know yards and fields, like posing and doing the. It's kind of like a martial art that mostly resembles yoga. <laughs> They're accusing us of faking this podcast in the chat right now. Has <laughs> <laughs> there, there been any faking gays come out yet? Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, for, oh, by the way, a lot of people are saying, hey, we only see Lefty in the chat. I know that. We had this problem a few weeks ago. It's not something I can fix. Like, I can set the camera, but it's only broadcasting Lefty every time. Regardless lefty, be of what entertaining, goddammit. I'm... Yeah. Sorry. Right, right. If, it, if this is going to be the lefty show, you're going to have to do something here. You're going to yes. have to like, what do you have in your refrigerator? Can you click on like Kyle's picture since his is like moving around? Uh, can I? Do, can oh, I can do that, can I? And you could screen share. That just broke your mind. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. All, right. All right. So we want lefty to screen share the podcast so that what we see, which is a working app, starts working for everybody else. Yes. Okay, yeah, you lost me. Oh, you God. had me and you God. lost me. I... <laughs> okay, uh, uh, screen share. How do I screen share? Woody, could you just like click button. on Kyle's picture and like have it just have no, his thing? Woody doesn't have any control. That's that's the problem. I don't have the control that I. Yeah, need. it's only broadcasting me, so I need to. God, wait, wait, wait. Damn, this is entertaining. Have you clicked on your own picture? Are you clicked <laughs> on it now? Is there a blue outline around it? No, I'm clicked on Kyle's. Right now, I'm clicked on Kyle's. All right, here's what you do. Go to the top of your page, and there's a thing next that says screen share. Oh, there it is. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you select. You want to select the Hangout. That's what you want to screen share, not your whole... Right, desktop. Got it. Desktop or you know your IMs or Skype or anything. Okay. Bam! Oh, you fucked up. Uh. <laughs> what? I fu oh, God. Oh, God. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've got to click mine. No, okay, yeah. click yours, and then. Oh God! All right, all right. So I wonder. The conception. If... It's like PKAception. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Everything looks back to normal on my. Oh, never mind. There it goes. This is terrible. I I I wonder if it's switching. I can't watch the stream. This is so terrible. You know what's even more terrible? Shaggy's over there dancing to himself, and we can't <laughs> see it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Damn it. Uh, I can't watch my own stream on YouTube. Like, I don't know what you guys are seeing. This sucks. <laughs> hey, you guys want to talk about stuff? Yeah, PK, we do. PK over. <laughs> oh, All maybe right. we should go ahead and do the other guys now, like Chris. That's that, so that, gay, like a, dude. Is that, is that a stage name? Uh, well... Uh, the K-R-I-S is. Uh, Chris Katera was my stage name. Uh, my real name is Chris, but uh, C-H-R-I-S. I just changed it up. Actually, whenever I came up with that stage name, I was um, I was in San Antonio. I just got done training uh, at wrestling school, and I had another wrestler uh, with me. We were driving to go get something to eat, and we were trying to come up with some really cool wrestling names, and my real name just wasn't doing it. You know what I mean? You can't hear, you know, and come into the ring now, you know, and, and my real name is kind of like, yeah, that's kind of gay. So we were trying to come up with like a really catchy wrestling name and a Cadillac Katera pulls up next to us and he's like, dude, check it out. Chris Katera, but he had it with the C's. And uh, I, I took that idea and I was going to Shawn Michaels wrestling school at the time. And the next day I came to Shawn with that idea. I said, hey, I'm thinking about the ring name Chris Katera, C-H-R-I-S-C-A-T-E-R-A, and he's like, 
that's cool, but that's not going to cut it. So it was actually Shawn Michaels that came up with changing it to the K's to what you see now. Just a little history on how I got that ring name. I've always wondered this. It's been so long since I've been a wrestling fan, but when they throw potatoes out there, like, I mean, like straight up fists, how many of those actually connect? Like, how many are pulled? Uh, I would say about 95% of them are pulled. Um, some of the guys, like I used to, I got brought up old school with Sean to where I worked a little stiffer than other people did. Like, if you're going to clothesline me, you better, like, actually take me off my fucking feet. I mean, I'm going to sell it for you, but if you just kind of walk up and just kind of, you know, just barely hit me in the chest, dude, I'm not bumping for that shit. It's not going to be believable to the people in the crowd. But the punches, yeah, dude, if you, if they're all pulled, because if they're not pulled, I'm fixing to punch your ass back. So you never like just told a guy just just deck me. I have before, yes. I actually had uh, I've broken my nose five times. So I actually got my nose broke one time by asking the guy to do that because the first time he punched me, the crowd kind of reacted to it like, oh shit, he just he just rocked that guy. So I told him a couple more times like, do it again, dude, do it again. And he hits me again. I'm like, dude, fucking hit me. Dude hauled off and fucking rocked me. Man, ended up breaking my nose. All right, but another question I've always wondered about wrestling. What does it feel like to be slammed on that mat? <laughs> <laughs> that, of all things, hurts the fucking most. It doesn't matter if you're just taking like a taking a clothesline, a, a typical just easy body slam. Does it have shit any, hurts. Does it have any, like, any gives to it? I know it's like it bounces. Yeah, the, the, the ring itself, the frame is all steel, and then you have 2x12s. Uh, for the boards, yeah. and usually somewhere towards the the middle of the ring, the the uh, frame goes in probably about two or three inches. That's what gives the you know the bounce or whatever. And like on indie, like on indie circuit, layers of carpet padding, and then the canvas. So you're hitting like carpet padding and and wood. Whereas in WWE, they have this four inch piece of like foam. Have you ever noticed, like, in, if you're watching WWE, when they, even if they're just standing in the ring, it almost looks like their feet are, like, sinking into the mat. It still hurts like hell. I'm not taking away from that. But the padding on a WWE ring is way nicer than an uh, ind- independent ring. Going back to what you said earlier, I was wondering, is there a lot of that? Like, if somebody screws up a spot in the middle of a match, is there a lot of, like, all right, I'm going to get you back either by no-selling something or... Like giving them a little bit harder of a shiv. Yeah, it, it's kind of like an unwritten rule that um, if somebody is a little s- too stiff with you and you don't like it, you let them know. You know, hey, dude, kind of ease up on that shit. And if he does it again, then at that point you have 100% chance. Uh, you have the ability to just retaliate and beat the shit out of him if you want. I've actually been in in the thousands of matches that I've had. I've actually I can say I've had a legit fight in the ring the crowd didn't realize it but him the, the my opponent and i were like legit beating the hell out of each other Goody. all right uh what do you just real quick i think somebody tweeted me a possible fix to this all right so i'm gonna head out from the call or from the hangout and try to join back in okay think about that think about that all right <laughs> blow my mind dude <laughs> i know all right <laughs> I won't say it's bad that when I put your name in, I see your YouTube videos more than I see your actual wrestling career. Uh, yeah, I know. I I only had like I had like four, no, maybe five actual televised events with Raw. Where I mean, uh, with WWE, where I was either on Raw, SmackDown, 
what used to be Velocity and what used to be Heat, some of their Sunday night shows. Um, everything else was just kind of like a dark match, or I had a couple of house shows, and then my a lot of my indie stuff will come up on YouTube, but uh, not a whole lot of my WWE stuff. I have a couple of my WWE videos on my channel, just you know, private, in case somebody you know hits me up like a new subscriber. Hey, I want to see your, one of your matches. I can have you ever them. won any? <laughs> with uh, WWE, the no. uh, stand-in. Yeah, I, with WWE, no. I was basically there to make whoever they were trying to get over as a heel or a face. I was there to make them look good, basically. I, I got paid to get my. So you like the Brooklyn Brawler? Yes, there you go. <laughs> but he's been doing it so damn long. He just—he's a well-known wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. So, I mean, did you get to live the life? I mean, were you there with the girls and the steroids and the whatever? Yeah, I'm. <laughs> there was one time. One of the first times I actually got a chance to work with WWE, I really felt like out of place like this little bitty fish in this big fucking pond with all these you know superstars that I watched on TV all the time and I remember I was trying to do my damnedest to do absolutely everything right I didn't want to piss anybody off and I remember I walked into the locker room to get my bags I didn't have a, a, a match at this point I just I was changed I was ready to go but they didn't use me so I went back in the locker room to get my bags and in the locker room is Bautista sitting on a bench and he's actually got one of the WWE trainers injecting uh, steroids right in his thigh. And I walked in, and they all made con eye contact with me. I'm like, oh, shit. You know, I'm like, dude, I, I see nothing. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about, you know, because um, – but there, there's a lot of those dudes doing that stuff. Um, but, yeah, I actually – You're Batista takes steroids? Oh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> Shocker, you know. That's almost like Barry Bonds taking steroids. Who would have known? Yeah. <laughs> All right, Chris, in your expert opinion, did Shawn Michaels get screwed or was that a work? That actually that, that you talking about the Montreal screw job? Where yeah. They, where yeah. they screwed Brett? Or Brett, sorry, I thought yeah. Sean. You no, knew that, Sean, that, but that was Yeah, that crew. that was a legit screw on Brett. Really? Uh, yeah, that was that was legit. It was not scripted or what however you want to say it. That so was a legit what, screw. What is this I'm missing? Did he lose a match he was supposed to win? He, well, Bret Hart was the uh, champion at the time for WWF then, mm -hmm. and his contract was coming up. It was a known thing that he was leaving soon to go over to WCW. And so it was basically Bret and Vince McMahon trying to come up with a way to, you know, get the title off of Bret, but do it in a, in a, mm -hmm. in a fashionable way, basically. And they were in Montreal, Canada, which is where Brett's from, and they were having a pay-per-view. And Brett was like, I will work one more show after this. I don't want to drop the title in my hometown. I mean, I mean that would just kill – you know, you don't want to be the hometown okay. guy and lose. So he's in his hometown, and Vince, somewhere in the beginning of the show, was like, yeah, you, you know, Sean will, you know, will take the bump for you. you. You'll go over on Sean and blah, 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 and everything will be good. Well, at some point in the middle of the match, the referees all wear earpieces. And at some point, somebody, I don't know if it was Vince or whoever, but they got into the ref's earpiece. And basically, the ref went over to Sean and told him the whole gig. You know, put him in the, you know, uh, the fuck did he put him in? Um, Camel clutch? No, it was it was whatever. <laughs> oh, Brett, he put it in the sharpshooter. Yeah, he put Brett in the sharpshooter, which is Brett's finishing move. And as soon as he, like, put him in the move, it was like the referee just starts calling for the bell, calling for the bell. The match is over. Sean just won the belt. And Brett's just like, the fuck? 
you know, and it, but it was legit. Brett had no clue. He ended up actually going backstage after the show and and uh, punching Vince McMahon square in the face for it. But it was a nice. big deal. It was a big screw job. And if there's somebody that's got a punchable face, it's Vincent Vincent Kennedy McMahon. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> now, Woody, you're a UFC guy. Mm-hmm. What is your view on professional wrestling? Um, I mostly. It's the same as my view on all sorts of other things that I don't follow closely. Like, you know, <laughs> knock, knock yourself like it. Woody, what is your view on Desperate Housewives? <clears throat> um, fine, I guess. <laughs> you know, like, but you're not one of those guys that hates it just because it's, you know, because I see a lot of animosity between UFC. Because I'm a wrestling fan and I don't hate UFC because a lot of people do. Like, oh, for whatever reason. I don't know. Oh, um, but, like, I, I also see a lot of UFC fans that whenever wrestling, the topic of wrestling is broached, like when they talk about guys that, uh, that like, train with UFC fighters like CM Punk and other guys like that, they're like, oh, wrestling, it's uh, queers, stuff like, you know, just, yeah. just I wonder a why. lot of indiscriminate that, hate. That makes just as much sense to me as hating on, um, who's that bald action hero who drives cars a lot? Uh, Jason Statham? I think that's who I'm thinking of. He's kind of a manly guy, like the. I can't say his last name, but he's the British the... guy that fights everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like hating on him. Like, dude, that guy would never survive in the UFC. Well, yeah, he's an action hero. Like that's that's mm-hmm. his deal. Um, you know, these WWE guys, like, what do they do? Well, they learn to make fighting look realistic, take a ton of punishment without getting overly injured, at least all the time. And uh, they turn their bodies into these superhuman Street Fighter characters, and they put on a show. It, it's a different thing. Like it doesn't. I was matter. always thinking, like somebody is built as like a Triple H or a Batista, they can't have longevity. I mean, you'd be wearing yourself out with the oxygen required, wouldn't you? To have muscles like that in wrestling or UFC. Either way. Well, in wrestling, you're more more prone to uh, like if you're a Bautista and you're in wrestling, you're more prone to like pull muscles because you're so tight. Like Benoit used to be just so fucking tight. You are more, I guess, prone for injuries. Uh, I think the cardio and stuff like that comes more into play in, in uh, like UFC like, next month. I was actually refer more to like just the sheer amount of oxygen required to operate all that muscle would yeah. make you win pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I, I remember whenever I, I first quit wrestling. The reason why I per, pretty much quit wrestling was, and it sounded stupid, I got a lot of heat from it from like friends and other wrestling buddies, but I quit wrestling because of the amount of injuries that I was sustaining. I was 32 when I quit. I'm 34 now, but I was 32 when I quit because it was like I had broke my right foot, tore my AC on my left knee, tore my anterior meniscus in my right knee, broke my collarbone, broke my hand, broke my nose five times, had five concussions, um, and it was just like shit. I feel like a sixty-year-old man would feel like. And you but, had you weren't you didn't even hit the spotlight. Exactly. I wasn't you know I wasn't hitting you know like three hundred and twenty uh, uh, dates a year, like some of these guys. But whenever I quit, I quit because of the injuries. But I wanted to get into MMA, and I did. I started training MMA for right at two years, and so I made that transition from wrestling to MMA. And whenever I started training with Team Five One Five, which is a local group here. You know, I was the wrestler coming in, so they just had this, you know, opinion of me of coming in like, oh, this is that fake wrestler, and he wants to fight now. And at the time, I I got told that by my uh, by the coach that if I do end up getting a fight, I'm gonna have to win that fight in the first round because I'm way too muscular 
to go any any further than that. Because MMA is just what do you probably you know it's you mean you, you do some yeah. rolling. Anyone yeah. who's done any kind of fighting, um, it's way more exhausting than you might remember. It, it oh, wears yeah. you out in a heartbeat. Oh, it does. It's like swimming in sand. <laughs> Somebody wants me to ask you what are your what's your opinion on Bill Goldberg? I, dude, what I I'll tell you this. Whenever I first started watching Goldberg coming up, I probably broke about three coffee tables watching that son of a bitch wrestle. Like he would get me so pumped up. And it's a little known that not very many people know it, but I have a I've got a huge tribal tattoo on my shoulder. And the tribal tattoo that I have on my shoulder now, it goes across my back and everything, but this is actually a Goldberg tattoo cover-up. <laughs> I went as far as having the Goldberg tattoo and everything. This was before I even got into wrestling. Like when I showed up at Shawn Michaels Wrestling School with a Goldberg tattoo, he was like, dude, that's got to fucking go. <laughs> yeah, you can't be as little as you are. I mean, I'm, right now I'm 5'7", I'm, I'm 205, but I was a lot smaller when I first started. But he was like, dude, you can't be 5'7", and 180 pounds with a Goldberg tattoo tattoo on your shoulder. It's got to go. Uh, do you guys want to talk gaming at all? <laughs> yeah. Sure. There's Dishonored coming out. Yeah, here's the thing. Guns for Hire put out a video today, and that guy cracks me up. He'll say, when Guns for Hire is passionate about a topic, there's some of my favorite videos on the internet. And he was passionate about hating on people who hated on Mass Effect 3. Did anybody see this video? No. So here's the background. Massive, and I haven't played it. I don't know the ending, but I do know that the ending was panned. Everybody hated the ending for some reason. Something about it was just unsatisfactory. And it went as far as the company saying they were going to release a new ending. I don't know if they did. And um, there were petitions signed out there saying that, you know... It, it, this ending was unsatisfactory, that they need to do something about it, and they went crazy. And Mass Effect 3 got blasted for not having the ending that people were looking for, but who played Borderlands 1? You did, Lefty. I did, never. Yes. I've never played it. Borderlands 1, I love that game. I played it a couple times. I've, I've played the ending specifically a good, like, six or eight times, mm -hmm. and that ending was terrible. It was, like, I thought they didn't finish it. When I first beat Borderlands 1... I thought that maybe I wasn't looking or something. Like I, the first thing I did is I went to YouTube to see what the ending really was. Mm -hmm. I thought I missed it, and uh, in reality, I think what happened was maybe the developers didn't have enough time to do the ending they really wanted to. And I wonder, like, why did Borderlands get away with a non-ending, and Mass Effect Three got blasted for whatever ending they came up with? Like, it, I don't know. I can give you my opinion on it. Mass Effect is so story-driven. It's it's a big part of it. Mm -hmm. Let me give you an opinion on it. I don't think they should change it. No. Here's why. You ever see the movie uh, No Country for Old Men? Yeah. Yes. People uh, hated that fucking ending. That's fucking terrible. I don't even watch the end. I turn I, I turn it off. Like I get to the part. No, I seriously do. I get to the part where the died guy dies at the hotel. Turn it off. That's oh, thanks for ruining it for me. Yeah, <laughs> the fact is, Kyle, Damn when, it. When, when somebody goes, what do you think about Old Country for no Old Men, you say good movie, right? I say it was a good movie. It had a really shitty ending, though. Yes, but the fact is that shitty ending is stuck with you. No, dude, I was loving the movie all the way. I understand that, but the fact is, how many movies have you forgot the ending to, but you'll never forget the ending of that movie? No, the endings are very important to me. Like, the ending is, is if, if it has a bad ending, it's a bad movie. The first and, and thing I, I did after watching No Country for Old Men 
is I hit Google because I was like, I missed the ending, I think. Like, what happened here? <laughs> I didn't get it. And there's something like there's a reflection of a guy in a doorknob and a quarter. or I forget the, the explanation of the ending. Apparently the details are there. But I was like, you, you know. Yeah, he walks off after getting in a car wreck. No, yeah, he, but there's a part where he like goes into an empty room and then decides to walk out of that room rather than confront someone who could possibly be in there. No, no, no. It's he been walks a while. off after the car wreck. Like he well, goes to he goes in, in I don't know I think he kills that guy's wife and then he leaves and then he has a car accident and steals buys some kid's shirt or something and walks away. And walks but off. But there was another section too where like the sheriff had maybe an opportunity to go into a hotel room toward the very end, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just declined the confrontation. He was like, this isn't going to work out. Yeah, because Sugar was in the hotel room, and he would have got killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I didn't... If I remember right, as I was watching it, I didn't really know that. I had to Google it afterwards and Uh, figure it out. They show him. You can, like, see him. He's he's not a reflection of the doorknob. Like, he's... It's that scene from the movies where, like, someone enters a room, and the guy's hiding right behind the door. Okay. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, Woody, about the ending of No Country for Old Men. It's supposed to be mortality. Shagor has spent the whole movie being this ultimate badass, unkillable, escapes the cops, kills all these people, and then the the most radical thing just comes out of nowhere and almost ends his life. It's supposed to show morality to the character. Morality uh, or mortality? Morality, like he can die. Like he's oh, okay. human. That's mortality. Yeah, mortality, yeah. I know um, this may be a little late, but spoiler alert. <laughs> He's like ten years old. Look, if you want to know everything, I mean, if you want to see No Country for Old Men, I'll save you some time. Just, just search the silent shotgun scene from the movie. That's the best part of the whole fucking. Movie. No, no, the best part of that movie, in my opinion, is one of the best scenes ever. Is the coin toss scene in the in the gas station? Yeah, that's yeah. pretty intense. Yeah, the coin toss scene in the gas station is some of the best movie work you'll ever see. There's very little dial, very little music. There's no music, if I'm correct. And the dialogue carries the scene perfectly. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Antoine Chigar, Chigar, or however you pronounce his name, I think it was voted as one of like the uh, the best movie villains of all time. I so think they should do another movie with him. So the reason they shouldn't change the Mass Effect 3 ending is because you really enjoyed No Country for Old Men? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 the reason is the ending is the ending. You shouldn't change an ending because somebody doesn't like it. You made the ending how you wanted to make the ending. If people don't like it, like, oh, my bad, erase it, there it goes. Well, no. I, I think this is very different, though, because with No Country for Old Men, they definitely didn't have any budget issues or time constraints. Like, they, they had the script before they started production. So all along, they knew that's how the story was going to end. I, here's a better effect? example. Here's a better bad. example. Million Dollar Baby. I'm, I'm pretty sure there's people out there that hated the ending of Million Dollar Baby. No, so I'm not. Spoiler alert. Fantastic. <laughs> you mean at the end where the where she gets Clint Eastwood to inject her with that uh, stuff so she dies after she breaks her neck and losing the big fight at the end against the black boxer? Right. Is that it, part? I mean, the movie just <laughs> takes a nosedive. <laughs> I love Kyle. <laughs> See, spoiler alert. That was yeah. my. Uh, yeah. Still, it's an old ass movie. If you haven't seen it now, you're probably not going to see it. Have you ever uh, seen uh, Have you ever seen The Sixth Sense? Yeah. You know, no. in the end where it turns out that Richard alert. is really dead and he's <laughs> been dead the whole movie. He just doesn't know it. Um, what was the ending I was going to talk about? I had one. But M. Night Shyamalan always had good endings. That's why he pretty much put his whole movie around. Like, he based his movie on the ending. Yeah, absolutely. But lately it hasn't been 
doing yeah, that. Yeah, but he, oh, he's kind of – the formula's kind of been failing him lately. But The, the fact happening, is, dude. The happening was so bad. But oh, I'm my a, God. I was so excited to be the happening – to see the happening. And I, I, I was, too. Like, me, too. Like, I – and all these people who were like, no, Mark, I'm not sure. Like, he's kind of losing it. And I'm like, no, the happening has got to happen. And I went through this thing where every other M. Night Shyamalan movie is awesome, and he was due for awesome, and I convinced everyone to go out and see it. And then it was like a fucking two-hour-long movie about being scared of grass. Yeah. Like, like literally your lawn. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, it's basically like, like the plants and the trees are releasing a pheromone that's like making people... I don't know, kill themselves. They're like fucking crazy. Yes, yeah. I happen to like The Happening. It's not the greatest movie, but it wasn't bad. Your I, enjoyment I, of The Happening was incorrect. Yes, <laughs> yes. But bad I mean, bad. Bad. sitting there, you're like, I enjoy eating shit. I mean, just because you guys don't, you know, it's, I like it, so you should try it again. What yeah, I was like, trying no, to say is, I'm even good. though some people might not like the Mass Effect 3 ending, doesn't mean you should change it. Just because some people might not like how sad Million Dollar Baby was at the end. Some oh, people did. I know what I wanted to say. Dude, the ending to Lost was horrible. It was horrible. <laughs> it was so freaking bad. It was super extra batty bad. It was like, so Why I watched talk Lost. about Sopranos. I Hold mean, on. I was totally into Lost, right? I went every week for five or six freaking years. I spit on my mic. <laughs> I, 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 for like five or six years, I would sit there like excited about it. I think it was Wednesday night. Waiting for the show to come on. I never missed an episode, ever, for like half a decade. And then by the time the last thing came out, I'm like, oh, yeah, they're going to start like closing all these loopholes. I can't wait for you to explain freaking Walt's magic powers, the, the whole thing happening in Hugo's mind, and all these loose ends. Because for five years, Lost wasn't just a TV show. It was like a trailer for a movie I'd really like to watch. Like, yeah. the whole fucking thing about Walt's powers and Hugo's thing. Like, every week it's like, yeah, this is going to be cool. And then the ending to Lost actually happens. The ending to Lost was so bad, it made the previous five years worse than they were before. Yeah. It was like, all of a sudden, all these loose ends, all these different directions that you had been heading. Turns out, you're just a shit writer. And and you were like you had no plan from the start. The whole way through, you just fucking sucked at your job. You had no I like writers are supposed to think about next week when they write this week's on a TV show, and they didn't do that for half a goddamn decade. And lost, lost was real. <laughs> what happened at the end of Lost? <laughs> are you passionate about this, Woody, or what? <laughs> <laughs> Christ. What, what did happen at the end of Lost? It, it turned out that it was like purgatory or something, and they all saw each other, and they decided that Lost wasn't a good show after all. So basically, <laughs> they, they all died on the plane crash, and they're in purgatory. That was the, that was the ending. Something along those lines. I don't know where the whole time travel. They, they like time traveled for years, and there yeah. was like a giant magnetic thing sucking planes into the island. Oh, never mind. Like that. I don't know really. Did, yeah. Do, Let me just say, say silly things. Never mind. Here is what happened to Lost. They had originally they had good writers, and I like to believe because <laughs> I like to believe that those writers knew what the story was. Keep in mind, like you you can't think of this television show like you think of a movie or a book that's this linear path from A to B. You know, television shows have to stay on have to be quick on their feet in case Walt hits puberty and turns into Michael Jordan. You have to be able to adapt <laughs> to shit like that in a TV show, and that's what happened, by the way. But the writer strike happened. 
and they replaced their writers with this brand new team. So basically it's like this. What if I gave you the script for Lord of the Rings through the first movie? Then I, then I quit and told you to make two more movies. How do you think they would turn out? I would have in mind what happened in the first movie when I wrote the next two. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. just be like, fuck it, I'm writing some brand new movie. <laughs> <laughs> Every 30 minutes is a trailer for another thread of oh, a movie exactly. that might... <laughs> no, they were smart about this. At, at some point, I think the writers were talking to the executives and were like, look, we don't know where they were going with this crazy shit. It's so smart and it's so interesting to watch because it's so hard to understand. And that I, means uh... we can't fucking understand it. So... What if every week we just do some real fucked up shit and they're always wondering what's up? What so if one we week we're on the third moon tower and next week Walt's invisible and then all of a sudden there's a town on the island that we somehow missed? You know, weird shit. And if, like, a, if a writer from Lost came up to me and said, Woody, I've got this cool idea for a YouTube script, I'd be like, fuck you! You fucking <laughs> suck at writing! Get the hell out of here! <laughs> You're not qualified to write a YouTube script or skit? Get the... Get out of here. Get out of here. I'll go find some reality TV guy hack before I freaking work with a lost writer. Lefty, can you do the embedded um like screen sharing thing so we all uh, How do I uh how do I do that? You oh, there's the screen share. Yeah. Yeah. Google Hangout. Boom. <laughs> so um I think the big takeaway from that was that Mass Effect 3 <laughs> is okay with the ending and Lost is not. Uh, when we talk about Sopranos ending, while we're talking about bad endings, uh, all right. First of all, I've seen more Sopranos than, than everybody in this call combined. I well, like given that I've seen all of it, I'm going to give myself a tie. No, I've I've literally seen every episode four times though. I have the box set. <laughs> I don't fuck around. I listen to the uh, the commentary on every episode. I'm just saying, listen to this guy. He's like, I'm fourth prestige Soprano, bitch. That's, <laughs> that's right. Guy. That's right. I have a 4KD at the Sopranos. <laughs> uh, okay, go ahead, Captain Soprano. All right, so uh, during this, in the last season, there's a scene where Bobby and Tony are in a boat at Bobby's lake house. Now, they're, they're talking about what they think dying is like at one point, and, and Tony's like, I think it just, everything just goes black, and that's it. And so that's what it was. They'd already defined to you what death was, and since you're always kind of looking through the eyes of Tony at his world, when he died, everything just went black. Wasn't there like some kind of like conspiracy that everybody in that bar was an enemy of Tony's? You know that's that's bullshit because I've seen those episodes. They claimed a source, and it's bullshit. There, it's it's, it's like you have to really look into it to figure out that no, no, that guy couldn't have killed him because that guy died in episode thirty-seven of season. You know, it's it's bullshit. There's uh there's a couple of uniforms that look similar to uniforms from past ones, but eh, Kyle, not really. Didn't you have? Uh, we once talked about this before. And you were telling me how the Sopranos movie should go and how it should pick up. Do you still yeah. have that idea in your head? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I want Tony to wake up and, uh, and realize that, that he just had a dream about what he was going to do that day and, uh, and that he just saw that he was, that, that way was going to work because he gets killed. So instead, he, just, he gets the fuck out of, and like goes... To, he, he had his Russian friend that was holding all of his money. And you just see him like on a desert island or something, or just just let him get away. Because Tony is a nice guy. It was the people around him that make him evil. Let me ask you this, Kyle. How does Tony die? Since... Wait, wait, Tony was not a nice guy. He was. Tony, he wasn't. The, the reasons for Tony's... The reasons for what Tony is have been done to him. He's a victim 
of his circumstance. When you look at like his uh, when you look at his uncle standing there and making him execute somebody when he's like eight years old, you know, and just just slowly turning him into a monster his whole life. And the one episode where he elected not to have the child molester killed, he uh, because he knew it would it would hurt the guy's family. He uh, he comes home crying. He's like, I didn't do anything bad. I didn't do anything bad because he's happy. That that like for once he didn't do something evil. He took the good way out. You know so, my favorite is oh god I I can hardly say this but um his psychiatrist did she get beaten or raped or something yes. in an underground parking lot? Yep. Was it just raped. beaten or she got raped well, too? Raped, raped. And didn't she tell Tony about it? Like no. No, that was the that was the episode. She was she was struggling, or at least I think what they were trying to do is that she was struggling with figuring out that she had the power through Tony to have this guy killed because she found out who he was accidentally. She found out where he worked and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, yeah, and she had the power to tell. She realized she was like, if I tell Tony, he could just murder this guy. You know, I know he'd do it. But she ended up not. And she didn't tell him? No, she did not. There's that moment where she's sitting there. He's like, are you okay? Because she's kind of crying. And she just looks at him with her mouth open for like a good four or five seconds. And she's like, I'm fine. You know, because she, she, she absolutely that. should have told him. And that, she should that have. Yes, I agree. If that was me, I would have told him. And I would have started brainstorming on death ideas. Right? <laughs> like, you know, look, Tony, I don't want this guy to get shot in the head. That's a little quick, you know? <laughs> Can we do something involving pliers and wire cutters? He'd be like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking... He'd be like, I don't know what you're talking about, sweetie, but I gotta go take care of some business. <laughs> then later on, you, you see him just, like, branding the guy's ass. <laughs> yeah. So, it, the best moments in The Sopranos are when Tony goes the full... Uh, uh, distance on his emotions. So, like, not when he's just mad and he's throwing stuff around a room, but mm -hmm. when he's mad and he's getting violent with someone physically. Not just when he's sad, but when he's so sad that he's crying. Those are his best moments. Dude, so, I, like, like when, when he kills he, Ralph Cifaretto? There are a lot yeah. of people in this world who don't like any kind of physical interaction, right? I'm not one of them. I'm inspired by revenge. You know, well-deserved <laughs> physical beating type revenge. I yes. think that is a is a well-placed, glorious thing that needs to happen to keep society in line. If Tony Soprano had gone after this woman's rapist and destroyed him in the worst possible way, whatever that is, maybe not even death. Maybe there's something worse than that that we can work out. Yeah. Then that's fine, too. I'm, I'm like, Shucks, even on a lower level, some kid made fun of my son for a balloon animal that he had just made. He was excited. We did that. We talked about this in Wife Wednesday. They made him this badass, like Frankenstein balloon animal, and he was excited. Then he goes defensing, and a kid's picking on him. Kid is a little bit older, a little bit bigger. And um, Colin has friends at fencing too. He's really popular. So Colin's friends started like, you know, it's fencing. So there's a physical aspect to it. They were like whipping him and poking him extra hard, and, <laughs> and like, you know, they're just like get, taking care of business. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me just. There are some of our viewers who I'm sure don't know what fencing is, so you basically just told them that like these guys are working in a field, and then they started whipping and poking another guy. It's essentially f sword fighting, right? So, yeah. uh, but, but the swords are like thin and easily, um, they're really mobile compared to like the swords you'd see in the movies. And uh, yeah, they were just like, whoosh, and you, bah! and uh, you know, it, it, I, some people would be like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, Woody, I can't believe you approve of this. 
mm-mm, mm-mm. No, I absolutely approve of this. This is an, an outstanding thing where, you know, like bad behavior and there's some sort of corporal punishment, and I'm all on board. I agree. The Black Seeds of Vengeance. (laughs) (laughs) So what I remember from everything that y'all just discussed about that, Tony Soprano was playing the victim card. Is that what what I'm understanding? I feel like, yeah, I I think Tony was a victim. I think Tony wasn't responsible for his own actions. Yeah, that was a lot of of the theme that they tried to cover when he was um, going to therapy and stuff. They talked a lot about his mother and... Um, his relationship with her and how, you know, growing up with his father the way his father was, that Tony learned a lot of his behaviors. Yeah, and like 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 just from an early age, just slowly becoming a sociopath. Uh, Chris, I want to get your opinion on the Shaggy Nuke controversy. Were you in the YouTube scene back when it happened? No, oh, I wasn't. Probably not. No. Oh, shucks. I, I wanted to do a roundtable on even wings. Wings. What's a bigger controversy, fake nuke or raw instinct? Fake nuke was a bigger controversy. Yeah, I still think it's the all-time champion of YouTube controversy. The reason, but I'm kind of biased on this because the reason it was so big is because it it was kind of like, what's the name of that one dude that like stole money from the rich, Maddox? Robin Hood? No, 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 no. Madoff? (laughs) Madoff, Bernie Madoff. Okay. Shaggy is Bernie Madoff. Oh, uh. While everybody else was at driving down the street to make perfect quality audio and get the you know kill streakless nukes, Shaggy <laughs> just faked one. One. <laughs> no, no, not one. Okay, <laughs> two. Uh, I don't know about two. <laughs> just two. Just two. Rest is just yeah, the Shaggy. First. Shaggy, how'd it feel like you have games over? You went like twenty-one and ten, and people like fake. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't get this because. You don't get 21 to 10s? Everybody gets a 21 oh, to 10 now. every now and then. Mm-hmm. No, that's just... <laughs> Do people write fake on your rap videos? Rap videos? I only made one rap video. Okay, do people write <laughs> fake on your rap video? I can yeah, go they find out. fake on everything. <laughs> it's, after, it's, it's after that. It's after those two videos that are faked. And obviously in their minds they think it's going to be fake for everything else that I post. <laughs> Dude, I'm looking at it. He's doing a rap video. I know you like it. And they're like fake nuke, nuke faker, race squad killers, <laughs> faking <and> gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, that. <laughs> I get, you should get on some make some easy money, dog. Let me tell you, make a video tomorrow that says I'm giving away a million bucks, and just people to pour in there just to say that you're not going to give away a million bucks would make you some bank, right? <laughs> oh no, I don't want to start none of that shit again. No way. Are you going to try to make a comeback in Black Ops 2? Definitely. That's that's the plan. But I don't know. It's, it's going to fight. I, mean, I, don't know. I think you're the smartest man in this conversation for sitting out Modern Warfare 3. <laughs> that's the truth. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm not into that. I, wasn't, I didn't get into that game. I don't know. I think it looked exactly the same as Modern Warfare 2. And I got more into the sniping near the end, just before Modern Warfare 3 came out, and I got really hooked up with intervention. And I stuck to that pretty much. And when I, when I tried out Mother Warfare 3, there's nothing that compared to the sniper itself, and I didn't really get into Call of Duty Mother Warfare 3. So I'm pretty old, but can you explain that hat to me? Is that, <laughs> is that special? Is that in my trademark? It's it's your trademark? Yeah. I think I right. saw it on an SNL skit, like way back, like the Conehead thing. 
<laughs> I think that's the way Dave Chappelle used to wear it when he was on that crack bum. <laughs> yeah, the white lips. Yeah. Yeah. special. Tyrone. I'm going to make a peanut butter and crack sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I keep looking at it, right? Like, perched on top of you. I don't even know what's holding it there. I can't be like, you know, Joe Rogan, I've ate a lot worse than uh, Rocky Mountain Oysters. Something's bouncing in there, man. So you can get it to bounce. Yeah, man. I mean, (laughs) that should say Fila on it. Like, when's the last time somebody rocked a Fila hat? <laughs> it's the best hat, man. That's the best hat. Yeah, it's my favorite hat. The one that you wear. Yeah, Shaggy, I, I gotta, I gotta know though. Do you have a Fubu anything? Fubu, please yes. say no. You're not familiar with Fubu? No. Ah, Fubu is an American clothing line. Uh, it stands for For Us by Us, and um, uh, I think it refer. I I don't know how to say this without. Like being accused of being racist, so please fill up the comments. With it, it, it's basically a black person's clothing line that's for us by us. <clears throat> Apparently, I would be breaking some sort of social norm. If I Wouldn't that be it. racist on their part then? It's it, it's like it's like know. black entertainment television. I mean, I just wet at. <laughs> I just thank God I got that ghetto pass or the hood pass. Hood pass, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You I got the, the hood pass. Channel? I'm good to go. Yeah, the wet channel, white entertainment television. No, it's, uh, well, that's HBO. Two very different channels, my friend. <laughs> the wet channel is an entirely different sort of programming in my house. <laughs> um. All right then. All right. Here, this is a question for Kyle. Can you ever masturbate too much? Oh god. Oh yeah, of course you can. No, no. Well, if you have skin left, you're fine. Well, I mean, Jesus. No, I don't know about that. No. I don't... <laughs> Have you ever yeah, had I... your dick get sore? Yeah, yeah, of course. That shit sucks. You ever tried to masturbate? <laughs> <laughs> sore. I love a bit of commentary from the questioner. <laughs> <laughs> what if Regis Philbin did that? And uh, for the five million dollar question, and he's like, "What planet is Jupiter?" Oh, I hate fucking planets. <laughs> you just be like, "Wait, what?" Hmm. <laughs> All right, keep going with the weird, fucked up questions. Yeah, I'll ask you, like, have you, when you dick sore, have you ever tried to masturbate through it? No. No, why would I do that? That's, no. Because Bro. you want to masturbate, and then you realize your dick's sore, but you still want to masturbate. Well, if it's, kinda, sore, like, if it's sore, then I've just had a lot of sex, so I'm not I'm not going to need any sort of uh, self-release or anything like that. Yeah, the end result's not worth it. Yeah, there's been a lot of sex going on if I've gotten sore. <laughs> I'm probably all tuckered out. Kid masturbated 42 times a day and died. Wow. Oh, yes. Yeah, I remember. I, I, that was on Mail Monday at one point where some guy was like, you know, oh, I'm afraid that uh, you know, I'm going to masturbate too much and this is bad. And he's doing it like seven times a day. And I'm like, I don't know. There's a guy who did it 42 times in a day and he died. So the lesson there is to stop at 41. to <laughs> <laughs> put it off. Oh, my God. Why would you even do that? Yeah, 42 times. I mean... <laughs> Let's just break that up much. in a 12-hour workday. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah, it's almost once every like it's like every 20 minutes all day long. <laughs> like, 
That's that means that it, every twenty minutes for at least a little while, this guy was naked, and we're not even counting for how long it takes him to finish the act. Every thirty minutes, it'd be forty-eight times a day. So yeah, guys going like thirty-three minutes or so. That's yeah. uh that's a good schedule right there. All right, let's assume it takes. <laughs> How how long do you think it takes him to get himself off? You got to count that in. You got to figure yeah. out how much time during the day he is in the act. I'm guessing oh. a guy that needs to do it 42 times a day probably doesn't last very long. What the hell do you die of masturbating? I don't know. Probably pulled his dick off. Dehydration. Pull his dick off and bleed to death. <laughs> I really wonder what that like 37th. You know, finale looks like. <laughs> what? What? Like, how, how does like one little eyedropper? He's like, well, that was it. <laughs> like, how do you qualify what masturbating is at that point? Like, is he just I, no, touching I just yourself? imagine that like on the thirty fifth and thirty sixth times there was increasing amounts of blood that he was just like, fuck it, oh, oh, fucking. And by the time look he got at this bitch right here walking down the road. Oh my god. <laughs> Yo, that's the other thing. Like, what is Getting him going that many times. Does he like w- live across the street from like a, a porn studio or something? Like, is he just <laughs> surrounded with sex? Like, what's going just, on? Just this guy imagine if he didn't make this mistake and he got married. His wife would be able to walk funny the rest of her life. This kid has masturbated forty-two times. Imagine how much he won't pussy. <laughs> she you know, shit right for a month. That's a case right there for Mormonism, I think, right? Like, there's a man who deserves more than one wife. Next! Polygamism. Yeah, well, polygamists, Mormons, you know, they're, they're kind of related. That's, uh, dude, I, you know those, um, uh, the stickers people put on the back of their cars? Where there's, like, dude, the, I'm way mom, ahead of you. Oh, I'm so ahead of you on this. Mom, dad, and, like, a couple of kids and, like, a dog will be on the little window stickers. I totally <laughs> wanted, like, me, five or six wives, and a yeah. Welcome to Utah bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying that forever. I want to do it so bad. Oh yeah. I hope wants me to do it with the zombies. Oh, those are cool. Yeah, they have, they have around here, boys. around here, we have that stupid salt life sticker on everybody's fucking car. Salt yeah. life? What is salt life? Salt life. It just what do you put it on there? We live at the beach. Salt life. It's uh, it's like a Ron John thing or something like that. Okay. Okay. And then the people that don't live at the beach put swamp life on their shit. <laughs> Whatever happened to those uh, stickers where the guy like who what was his name Kyle or something like that where he's pissing on something you'd always like put some clever Calvin oh Calvin from Calvin, Calvin yeah yeah Calvin whatever happened to that I don't know his primary targets seem to be Chevys and Fords yeah <laughs> <laughs> what if you had one that was something funny though like something that wasn't even like a a known thing. What if he peed in a urinal and just had, like, a, you know, be civil? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be good. No, I'm, I think after 9-11, there was a lot of, like, racially charged things. Like, he was pissing on um, Osama bin Laden, the Koran, or Koran, oh, however you say okay. it, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Usually you find this stuff south of the border, or in the southern part of the country. What oh, would happen if you put the Iraqi flag on the back of your truck? I so we've had this debate on on PKA before, and I I don't even know how to say this without being a bad person. So just forgive me. But I want Shaggy's take on this. Shaggy, are you are you with me? Yeah. Is sand nigger a bad thing to say? Well, to be honest, at first I didn't really know what it was when uh, yeah, <laughs> but 
I'm I'm not sure. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. it, it depends on the I don't know. It's hot. Did a foghorn just blow? Who <laughs> <laughs> said? Uh, honestly, I don't know how how you would ever. I've honestly no idea, man. And if I don't know how. <laughs> because like wings for a long time maintained that you know the yeah. end bomb was bad, but mm-hmm. sand end bomb. Like, Why I don't would know, anyone what, be upset about that? What sort of combination is that? I, I don't know. Yeah. What the and are there other do? kinds? Are there like snow ends? Are there like um, <laughs> you know? Are there like you know, long windy meadow Forested? ends? Yeah. What a what a white person would be a snow nigger. Oh really? Well, what else would well, fall under the German people? The Eskimo. I thought it had to do with where they live. Like an uh, an Eskimo <laughs> would be one. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess you could be wrecked. I've, I've I put a lot of thought into this. I changed my mind though. Like I really prefer. Like I I want to be a snow nigger. <laughs> get it up. You got to stop you putting what? the R on it, Woody. Yeah, not the R, not the R. All right, help me here. A snow nigger. Nigger. Yeah. This is really not in my everyday vocabulary. I don't, I, like, <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, but, you have like to say that. Just now getting the pussy, and he's like going through a tutorial. <laughs> oh, dear so, God, I'm glad I'm not involved in this. <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you got to pull out your hood pass? Just hold it up while you say. So the weather things. was nice today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a terrible thing to say, but yeah, I, I've decided that I definitely want to be. Uh, a, no, know. no, you don't. I do. No, I don't. I don't. Uh, I almost want to like just yield to Kyle and be like, "Yeah, get me out of this situation." I've always wondered this: is an <clears throat> is a white man that. That is from Africa, more African than a black man born in the United States. Oh. There was a um, uh, someone got got a college scholarship claiming to be an African American, but there was a white guy from South Africa, and they're like, "You're not an African American." He's like, how, "How can you say that? I'm I'm an African that living is in, yeah." So uh, yeah, I don't know. African American terms should be white from the books. It's so dumb. What would you replace it with? Black. You know why I like black? Because it is the even, fair, equal, parallel of white. You know, somebody calls me white, I don't get offended. Oh, you're white, Jordy. Oh, damn, you can see. <laughs> hmm. So anyway, Mass Effect 3. Yeah. <laughs> what an ending, that ending. <laughs> I wanted Shaggy to weigh in on this. Shaggy? Mm-hmm. Shaggy, you're not black, are you? You're like Arabic? What are no, you? What um, nationality? Sri Lankan. Asian. Sri Lankan. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. See, my skin may be dark, but I, I ain't actually black. But I'm, I should be classified as brown, but unfortunately, some yeah, some people think I'm just black. Yeah, they. I, I can understand that. People see that and just go right to black. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta deal with it, you know. That's how life is. It's all good, though. And I feel incredibly dumb right now. I do not know where Sri Lanka is. It's all oh, the coast of God, India. It's, it's beneath India, like just like a little poop. Shit I wouldn't say beneath India, you racist <laughs> piece of junk. <laughs> <laughs> no. Why is Shaggy being so racist on our show? God damn it, Shaggy! We don't put up with that here. I'm no racist, man. Hell no. You are. You said Sri Lanka was beneath India. He's also a fake racist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've always wondered this too. Like, um, PJ is from India, and he's nowhere close to your skin t- color. Yeah, How in India work? and Sri Lanka, there's a wide variety yeah. of skin tones. Of, and yeah. actually, so the diverse. people there are um, 
they're really sensitive to the skin tone too, like more than they are here, I think. And it, it has a lot, like, your social status can be determined by the skin tone. Yeah. Politicians are elected based on their skin tone. Definitely. It's a big deal. Let me ask you this, Shaggy. If yeah. you were to go to the beach, could you yeah. just hang out there all day and not have to worry about the sunburn? Of course. I recently went to Greece and literally just uh, sat in the sun, no effect, and no one else is behind You've the never shirts. had sunburn in your entire life? No, never. That's legit, dude. That, 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 <laughs> that <laughs> baffles me. Like, I know that black people can't get sunburned, but it's like... Wow, I'm like, what shade of skin does it go like? Like, is a really light skinned black person? Can they get sunburned? Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can. As a lifeguard who worked with lots of people, I have some experience in this. And uh, if you're darker skin, you're it, more resistant to it. But lighter skinned black guys absolutely get sunburned, and they tan. They get darker through the summer, just like us. What are you profiling in his lifeguarding since whenever the hell you were a lifeguard? <laughs> yes. I don't need to worry about that guy. I know. Oh, he's well, not let me ask you this question. You've been a lot. You was a lifeguard through most of your youth. Has there any ever been somebody on the beach that you looked at and like, man, I hope I don't have to give mouth to mouth to him? No, dude. I would give mouth to mouth to anybody. I was always down for a rescue. I would sit there and identify potential customers and like, customers. I would, I would give people freedom. Like, they come to my beach. And you'd see him there, like, waist deep. And I'm like, dude, that fucker can't swim at all. I hope he goes deeper. And you know, like, uh, all my peers were like, yeah, you got to come in, dude. That's dangerous. You know, like, it, if you see a guy, like, in the ocean wearing sunglasses and, like, a button-down shirt, you know that guy doesn't know jack about being in the water. And most of the guards would say, like, oh, it's time to rein them in, keep them safe, whatever. I'd be like, oh. You're I wouldn't say anything, but in my head, I'm silently daring them. Like, go Don't ahead. You go man. a little deeper. Go you on got a this. little bit deeper. You got this. I rescued so many people. <laughs> I had like a, in four years. That's how long I guarded on the beach for four years. I had like 130 some rescues. And wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Those are starting to sound like set up rescues to me. Oh, oh, like fake oh, rescues, fake huh? Rescue. <laughs> because technically, there wouldn't have needed to be a rescue had you not been negligent at the most important part of your job, prevention. That's, I like Kyle Sanker. True. I like that's, it a lot. That's all true. Asterisk. <laughs> <laughs> Asterisk. <laughs> yeah, I'm not... My beach was made a little bit more dangerous by my lifeguarding technique, <laughs> which was, you know, there'd be like one fit guy going in and you'd, he'd swim out there above his head. And I'm like, cool, that guy, we'll call him bait or lore. You know? <laughs> and then there'll be other people who think that they're as fit as that guy. And uh, now I have customers. Now I Woody get some would, rescues. Woody's so beach, this, I'll Woody. almost let you kill yourself. Would, would you have mouth-to-mouth somebody, like, when you got them on shore, they had, like, a mouthful of, like, herpes and some shit? Well, we had a, um, a mask for, for that sort of thing. Like, uh... It, it was pretty much you put it on their mouth when it had like a tube on it, and you just blow in it. And so we didn't actually touch them mouth to mouth. Did oh. you always use that, or was there ever like a hot chick and you were like, "Yeah, I don't have a mask." I've <laughs> done some legit first aid, but I've never done CPR. So like, I, there was one guy. My my there were two guys. There were a couple legit first aids. I, the, the first one that popped into my head was a surfer. So on a surfboard, there's three spins in the back, like one in the middle and two sort of near the sides. This guy's surfboard had, like, squirted out from between his legs in such a way that it cut that, is it the femoral artery? Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. so when he came to the beach, he looked like a shark attack victim. The whole, like, all the water surrounding him was filled with blood. We brought him up, and uh, with the pulse of his heartbeat, 
there was blood arcing like six feet in the air, like squirt, yeah. like rainbows oh. of blood were just pouring out of his inner thigh. Like it, you know, in that situation, like all I did really is grab a, a clean t-shirt, apply pressure, and uh, wait for the medics to come. We had another guy. Um, oh, what was I thinking of? Oh, he had had a broken leg recently. And uh, he was just, like, jumping waves in, like, thigh-deep water and stuff. And he totally freaking broke his, like, shin. And he, it was like he had two knees. Did the call end? Yeah, it crashed. Uh, Mike rushed first. Yeah, mine crashed too. I'm going to use the bathroom while I got a chance. I think we're all on air and back. Think so? Hold on, let me send some invites. With Kyle and Lefty. I never as could. Um, what else has happened? Like, cool medic stories. I had, um... Oh, <laughs> one guy was big. He was like Jordy's size. And uh, he had stepped on something that he thought was a crab. And uh, he thought to himself, like, aha, I've got a plan. What I'm going to do is I'm going to grab the crab with my fingers and then punish this crab for pinching my toe. And uh, he reached down there, like, to grab the crab. And what had actually happened was it was a fish hook, like a lure with two oh. hooks on it. So... You've seen the like saltwater hooks that have like two big hooks on it. Yeah. Well, anyway, it went totally like through his thumb and out like where the fingernail was. Mm. And now his thumb is hooked to his toe huh, oh. by this lure. And he sat down and he's starting to like drown and you know try to get air in like three feet of water because he's seated and he can't get up because his finger and his foot are now attached by a fish hook. Huh. And um. Like it, it, I didn't notice them very quickly because mo like rescues usually happen on the edges of the crowd and not like right there in three feet of water. But uh, we eventually pulled the guy back and uh, I don't know, it was cool. We had this like four wheel drive truck. We drove him up the beach and like I was strong at the time, like probably stronger than I am now. And um, uh, the medics they couldn't work the pliers to like separate his finger and his and his toe. So they handed him off to me, and there I was, like, in the back of the ambulance, <laughs> wire, wire cutting and, and setting him free and stuff. Like, that, that, that was a good job. Dude, imagine how that would feel, though, to be in that position and how helpless and, like, terrifying that would be to be, to be around people but not being able to yell for help and not understanding that your fucking toe and your feet thumb are hooked together. It's yeah. horrible. That's it, terrible. Yeah, he, he had a bad day. <laughs> it was no good. Ah. Uh, so, anyone here ever save a life? Anyone else? Mm. <clears throat> I've never saved a life, but I, I I can tell you this: I can't swim with shit, so I don't get. <laughs> I, don't, I don't present myself with that situation. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I I actually have saved a life technically. I was uh, I was on the 14th floor of a building in Panama City, Florida, and this drunk bitch almost fell off the balcony. Like, she was sitting on it, falling backwards, and I grabbed her. 
Ooh. That's not a heroic oh. save, but it was seriously, there was no way that if I didn't like grab her ass, she was gonna live. She was dead. Dude, the hero thing. <laughs> I I love it, man. Like it, it when I think about ideal jobs, like that it's not monetary compensation, but it's the coolest thing I've ever done. I'd still be a lifeguard now if it paid more than eight bucks an hour or whatever it pays. It uh I don't know. Like it's it, it. I really like that like opportunity to be a hero. It's a cool thing. Yeah, do some lifeguard videos. <laughs> what are you running on the beach with the those little that floaty thing? Yes, the floaty thing. Whatever that's. What is that called? Uh, is there a technical term for that? Because I call it a floaty yeah. thing. A floaty thing. You talking about that red thing you carry with you? Yeah. Yeah. It in where I worked, we called it a can, but a lot of guards call it a torpedo. Pedo. A torpedo, like oh, the thing that a submarine would oh. fire. Yeah, so that's that's the deal. And that was my that was my rescue tool. Like I was a, without sounding arrogant, like I, I was a really good swimmer, and uh, that was it. Me and a torpedo, fucking <laughs> save anything. <laughs> I was I was down. I I've had saves like underneath uh, fishing piers, uh, people washed against like rock jetties and stuff. Wow. I uh, like it, it, it. I don't know how to even tell these stories without sounding arrogant. But I don't even think of it as like Kyle said, like the hero thing or whatever. Like it's not that brave when you're good enough a swimmer. Like I was never at risk. At least I didn't think so. It was like I I could easily swim in and out of this situation. Or on. Jellyfish stings, or do you guys piss in that? Because I was told that there is some lore out there that the lifeguards piss in that can. It's not vinegar. <laughs> we didn't have a can for for jellyfish. Sound too gay here? Let me say something that's really gay. <laughs> Dude, so so catch this. I had a sequence. Um, this was my, probably my best rescue ever, even though it was only a single person rescue. But it was the end of the day. So we were, uh, we had like a lifeguard stand and a rowboat and stuff like that. At the end of the day, you have to pull that to the top of the beach so that as the tide comes in, it doesn't wash it away. Anyway, because we were pulling the stand up and the boat up, we weren't watching the water as closely as we would all day. And this guy, who we identified as a customer, like as soon as he walked in, he had a t-shirt and sunglasses on. And um, Anyway... He's out there and he's drowning. And he's not even above water anymore. We see like his elbows sticking out and, and he's like in trouble. So from the back of the beach, I throw the can on, I go out there and, uh, you know, dive to the bottom on the sand where he's, where I find him. And I bring him back up. And normally I tell people like, all right, you know, you're okay. Grab this thing like a kickboard, kick with your feet and I'll pull you right in. And, uh, this guy, like, I don't think he spoke English that well. And he wasn't thinking straight you know he just he grabbed this thing and he laid on his back and I towed him in and that was cool but what made it extra cool is my girlfriend who's now my wife was taking pictures of the entire rescue so there's like photos of me rescuing this guy and then um, the next day and I don't have photos of this but his family came and thanked me for saving their dad the day before and that was like a cool thing like I don't know wow that's really le that's legit yeah. Like Where would, are those pictures now? Where are they at? They're around. Like, if my wife were here, she'd be able to find them. But uh, she's at uh, some show with... You remember the traveling mm -hmm. guy that that's... Uh, 
That she prevented you from getting dinner in a timely manner before the show started. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, if she comes home in time and she might, then I'll ask her to I'll hold him in front of the camera. But yeah, it's all true. You know, I've got the pictures. So uh, I don't know, man. It's rescuing people is like a lifetime highlight. Like that's that's a legit cool thing to do. Still good. I don't I, I, I don't have a, a necessarily a story where I rescued somebody, but I do remember I was coming home uh, in the middle of the afternoon. I think we went to like a I don't know like a fair or something stupid, but we were coming home and like we actually like witnessed this car accident. It was me and my girlfriend at the time, and like an eighteen wheeler was like passing me, and it caused the person it's just a two lane road and so they were coming head on with this like Jeep Cherokee or some kind of SUV. Well they had to like pull off the road to miss from getting hit by this eighteen wheeler, but when they went into the median, the grass median, they just started flipping. And um so I immediately stopped after the truck, you know, uh, stopped flipping, it landed on its uh roof. And the passenger, it was just a husband and wife, and she was, like, reading a book or something. She didn't even know what the hell happened. But she got ejected out of the truck. He had a seatbelt on, so he was kind of, like, stuck, trapped in the vehicle. And I just remember, like, she was probably, like, 10 or 12 feet away from the car. I ran up to the car to see him at first, and he was just, like, covered in blood, and then, like, the whole roof was just like puddled up with a bunch of blood and she couldn't move. I remember just going over there and laying on the ground next to her, holding her hand and, you know, just kind of talking to her, just kind of keeping her as calm as I could. Cause she was like, you know, where is John or whatever her husband's name was. This was like seven years ago. And, uh, just kind of like keeping her calm until, you know, paramedics and everybody got there. And then we'd loaded her up on the ambulance. They cut him out of the vehicle and then loaded him up on the ambulance and then I remember hearing, like, the next day on the local news that he didn't end up making it through the through the accident and stuff like that. So I mean, that was kind of like, at first, I remember going home, I was like, I just did a good thing. You know, I was laying with this woman in the grass, holding her hand, just being reassuring, and actually had to help the paramedics, you know, carry her up to the up to the street to load her in the ambulance. And it was that good, that good feeling. And then the next day, it was like, well, you know, the, the male passenger didn't make it. I was like shit, you know, I mean, I went from feeling pretty cool about what I did to like, well, fuck, you know. So you felt bad, but in that maybe you could have done something more for the other person or just yeah, a lousy thing I, happened? Yeah, just the, the a lousy thing happened because, you know, honestly, I couldn't do anything for him. He was trapped. He was, you know, stuck upside down, just bleeding profusely from somewhere. I don't remember what exactly happened to, to that, but I, just that overall, you know, because... They were just on a car ride. She, they were just coming home. She was reading a book, and the next thing she knows, she's 12 feet outside of this vehicle, and she does, she can't move, and she can't see her husband. And then just knowing, you know, because I'm married now, if something were to happen to my wife, you know, it's just that, damn, she just lost her, you know, her soulmate yeah. or her husband. It's just kind of <clears throat> Boy, up. buckle up. Right. But the one who buckled up died. Yeah, well, good it's point. It's still safer to buckle up. It is definitely still safer to buckle up. I'd be dead. I, I, as long as I'm recycling stories. <laughs> <laughs> I, I once got in a car accident, and it flipped two and a half times. That was like Damn. full... It, so a half a time is landing on your roof. I did mm -hmm. two whole circles and then landed on my roof. And uh, that was the first time I, I broke this arm. You did and, a 900. 
<laughs> I did. I did an idea before Tony Hawk, bitch. There you <laughs> go. Boom. Got it. Screw you, and, Hawk man. Yeah. And, and so I guess maybe on the first rotation or something, it landed on the roof. And because the roof lowered six inches, like every window in the car broke, just scrunch. And then another one of the rotations, I was landing on the driver's side, like door. Is it you know? Because it would like flip in the air, hit the ground, flip in the air. And uh, I put my arm out the window because I felt like I was going to fall out, even though I had a seatbelt on. And that's what broke these two bones in my arm. And uh, I came to a rest at this, you know, upside down, hanging from my seatbelt, much like the guy that you described. And uh, I was like semi with it. I was like, I'm like, all right. So turn the car off. And there's a Volkswagen, so the radio was still playing. I'm like, all right, turn the radio <laughs> off. <laughs> and then I, uh, I undo the seatbelt and I come like crashing to the ceiling. And I, I army crawled out the broken window. And that's when I noticed that my arm was broke because it had, like, another elbow. Like, uh, oh. you can see, but it, you know, I don't try to put myself on camera. It, it went up, and then it went 90 degrees to the right, and then it went up some more. I think that was what my broken arm did. And uh, I just sort of crawled out, and uh, then I got lucky. Like, the first guy on the scene was really cool. The next person on the scene was a nurse, and, you know, they kind of cared for me and the ambulance got there quickly and they started setting the broken bones and making it better so uh yeah that was a rough day but then i got a um a cast in pink to match my cummerbund and went to the prom <laughs> <laughs> whose wings are uh oh, there. yeah he's there yeah wings if you're talking buddy i can't hear you can anybody else hear him I don't know. Is he talking? No. Yeah, he, oh, he's yeah, talking into his microphone. I didn't realize. I love he, when this happens. Yeah. So we can talk shit about wings. Can he hear us? <laughs> no, because he, he can realize that we're that that we can't hear him. Oh yeah, thought so. Oh, he seems to know that we can't hear him. Well, at the very least, he can't talk back. Yeah. Right? Is this what y'all were doing with me at the beginning of the show? <laughs> no, 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 no. We were, it was it was much worse. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What <laughs> uh, he was like, look at this Cracker Jack. What's going on in here? <laughs> we were laughing at you so bad. It was like, start the show. This is hilarious. <laughs> this guy trying to figure Shit. his mic out. <laughs> uh, Kyle, ever been hurt? Have a good injury? Um, I've broken, uh, broken my ankles, and uh, um, I don't think I've ever had more than like twelve stitches. Um, so not really, no. Uh, dude. Lots of concussions. I mean, like, lots and lots of concussions, but... That's From what? It. Oh, what? Didn't I get concussions? Um, <laughs> <laughs> what does it take I, to give you a concussion? I'm... Get, you know, fall... Uh, let's... I've had what like five. I'm trying to. Well, I've had a lot of concussions, and you're asking me to remember my concussions. Give me a second here. <laughs> <laughs> um, like three or four ATV wreck, uh, wrecks. You know, hitting the ground, banging my head on the ground. Um, I was dry, I was riding one time, and there was an electric fence that I didn't know was there, and I hit it right with my thir- my throat going about thirty miles an hour, and uh, that was a bad one. I had a rope swing one time that was like a. 30 foot rope swing like it would at one point and on the way back the rope broke and I landed on a rock with my head that one knocked me unconscious and everybody was gathered around me and just to fuck with them when I woke up 
I started speaking with an Elvis accent. <laughs> but I, you know, this, I'm okay, guys. Don't worry. I'm, a, I'm a feeling better already. And they were just like, Why the fuck are you talking like that? And I'm like, What are you talking about? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Can I jump in with a concussion story? Yeah. There is one time, so I'm on my moped, and the accident was my fault without detailing, and I was going to make a right, and I quick made a left instead. And as the car was, like, going to pass me on a moped, which, you know, was, like, a reasonable thing to do, I made a left, and I ended up on that car's hood. I totally made, like, eye contact with the driver, and she slams on the brakes. And somewhere in, I don't know if I hit her windshield too hard or if I hit the ground, but, um... I slid on the ground up onto the sidewalk. It was one of those where it was like flush. And uh, and now I'm out of it. I come to, and there's a circle of people all standing around me. And I, unlike you, wasn't like effing with them. I was legit confused about where I was. And I thought that I was one of Santa's elves. And it was desperately important to me <laughs> that they tell Mr. and Mrs. Claus that I can't make it to work that I had to go to the hospital to get this attended to. And everyone was like, what? And I'm, like, in my mind, the crowd were fucking idiots. I'm like, I can't say this any more clearly. Make sure Mr. Claus knows that I'm not coming to work. (laughs) (laughs) And they weren't getting it. And I was just like, you know, like, what is wrong with you people? And uh, that went back and forth for a while. And I just, they were slow. What can I say? I had I had a uh, almost crash story since we're I don't know how far y'all moved on from that. Go on. No, go ahead. We're talking about brain injuries, so if you got some <laughs> of those stories. Well, mine mine came from a, almost like a brain injury type activity. You ever hold your breath for five minutes? I have. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not you have either, but um. Moped equals getting chicks. Yeah, baby. Moped I was about to pull play. out of my yard and um. I, went, I reached down to play with the radio or the phone or something, text message, whatever. This is a while back, so I doubt it was text messaging. It must have been the radio. Mm-hmm. And this, and I look back up, and when I look back up, there's a car coming. So I, he, obviously I can't pull out right away. So I have to wait for the car, and the car pulls out, and I pull out right behind it. And as soon as we get to the curve on my road, Woody probably knows about the curve. You know that curve right there before my house? I don't remember there being curbs. Were there I curbs in front of your yeah. house? Okay. There's a curve right before my house. And oh, here comes curve. this F250. Yeah. curve, yeah. Here yeah, comes yeah. an F250 barreling on the wrong side of the road. And that car that I had to wait on, it swerved to the right, hit that ditch, and there's a light pole right there. It spun about three times and slammed right to the light pole and almost cut the car in half. Oh, jeez. Damn. And... um. How bad was the Obviously, guy? I was the first on the scene, but the entire time I'm thinking, that would have been me if I wouldn't have fucked around with that radio. Was he yeah. drinking? No, he never stopped. Classy. Nothing but class. The, the F-250 never stopped. He, he was going too fast for the curve, and he went on the wrong side of the road, and he just kept gunning it after he made her run yeah. off the road. I mean, I didn't bother to look either because as soon as she went off the road, my first instinct was stop and help. Yeah. Sea wings and people say you're not a good guy. Look at that. <laughs> no, but that that must be crazy. It's like, wow, that could have been that yeah, serious I'm accident would have that. been me. That could have been me. All right, Kyle, be honest with me. Who looks dumber, me or Shaggy? What are you trying to say, man? <laughs> I say pink hats with black stripes are, n- are not the way. Pink hats, orange hat, man. 
It looks awful pink from my side. Yeah, dude, that's pink in my mind. God, no. Fuchsia at best, my friend. <laughs> I don't know. I've nearly killed myself a couple times. Oh, yeah? Tell us a story. Well, one time I was hanging upside down, you know, goal post, the soccer, you know, soccer posts, if you want to call it, I don't know what you guys call it over there. But that football, right? Like eight feet high, right? So you were hanging. Yeah, yeah. So I was hanging pretty room. much upside down on that. And what it was is that basically I was swinging, I decided to swing, you know, I decided to swing back and forth. And obviously I was too heavy. So uh, I dropped straight down, but my neck literally was 90 degree. My my head was 90 degree. My body was 90 degree towards my head. So it's ground. It literally, I had a crack on the back of my neck. I, I thought I broke my uh, my, my spine and my, literally blood all on my face I thought I was, I was paralyzed and I get up I'm like oh dizzy and shit and I survived I don't know it's crazy that's that's pretty much another another story is that I was little I had a pebble in my hand and I was a walking pebble? around like yeah a, a little rock. pebble like a little pebble it's like jewelry I can see the danger carry on yeah okay <laughs> so I was so bored I decided to throw it up in the air and I, just, I was staring at it I was like you know I was smiling I was staring at it god damn you're it, lucky you survived and it literally <laughs> it, it literally <laughs> dropped in my throat and it went right oh, oh shit it was just gonna peg you in the head it went in my throat Man, and I was like okay where'd it go and I, dumber I than gasping. every dog I've ever had I was gasping <laughs> for breath literally gasping for breath right? so literally I was the only one in the house there's no one to call I was like what, what should I do I'm, sure I'm gonna kill myself I, could, I couldn't breathe and I punched my throat punched my chest and I, I sort of couldn't take it out so I just literally swallowed it I swallowed it and the next day, I sort of, yeah, had a hard shit and... Shit <laughs> All right. That is, that, I, I have never heard a story, as I wear two headphones, that demonstrates low intelligence more than the one I've just heard right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. But only 17 years of my life, I've still got more to experience, so yeah. We'll see. I've had hey, some I'm pretty... Just, I, I'm sure count my lucky stars. I've never gotten in a wreck yet. I've had a couple of I've had a couple of car accidents, but I've had some more scary things happen to me like that in in wrestling. In in eleven years of wrestling, I've had some pretty close calls with that. Um, like uh, I you know doing like a ladder match, you're on the top of like a twenty five foot ladder, and you just there's there's no real safe way to fall at that point, you know. And I was supposed to fall off and fall through a table. The table was supposed to break my fall. And I like completely missed like, the table. The table was outside the ring too. So you're like, you know, you're in the middle of the ring. Um, I'm on top of this 25 foot ladder. The opponent comes over and he like pushes the ladder over. And I'm supposed to make this big dramatic fall over the ropes outside the ring and hit the table. Well, whoever the jackass was that put the table up, he put it too far away. So I I landed in between the table and the ring on like oh a God. like a gymnastics mat, you know, like a mm. and yeah, that was pretty rough. I could have landed a lot worse than that. All right, really fucked myself up. So Kyle, yes. we've just heard a near death story about Shaggy throwing a rock in the air <laughs> and a professional wrestler. Which one's more likely to be fake? Oh my god! <laughs> on the chat itself, and a lot of people saying that's a fake story, fake story. I'm like, what, what is this? What is Somebody this? tweeted me that your story was set up. Oh my god! I shoot you all saying that. <laughs> Everything I say, you say, oh, that's fake. <laughs> if I if I if I won hundred million dollars, right? They wouldn't believe me. It's all right. 
I believe you for a million of it. <laughs> yeah, but if you find a hundred million dollars, you wouldn't care if anybody believed you. Be like, fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. like, be like, fuck y'all, I'm driving a Bentley. I got fuck you money. I'm out. Uh, that's that's my fun. ultimate goal, man. That's my financial goal is not to be rich. It, it's not to be. Um, I don't know. I, I need to be rich. I don't need to have a yacht. I don't need to have any of these things. What I want is financial freedom. I want like whatever job I'm working at to feel optional. To feel yeah. like you know, dude, I could take or leave this thing. You know that, right? I'm doing this because not that I don't need money at all, but I don't necessarily need your money. You know, I, I I'd be okay. Debt free. Debt free. Have I told my uh, Have I told my fall story? I think I have. Your fall story. I don't yeah. know, dude. We're, it's recycle story night. Bring it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sort of thinking, like, man, falling off a ladder onto a table. Like, who has a worse fall than that? And I'll be like, I do. <laughs> oh, I know this one. It, it, it's involved. It's from work, right? Yeah, it's a work fall. For those of you who know, I, I worked on a melt deck before I did YouTube. And what a oh, melt deck it. does. You've never had a real job, grr, yuck, hater. Yeah. What a, melt, what a melt deck does is you basically you you basically keep a hold furnace full of molten metal, and part uh-huh. of that job is cleaning the inlet because when you hold op- when you open a hold furnace open and you pour the in in with a spout, the melter has a spout on it. Sometimes it splashes and it creates what you call stalactite, which is basically a, a big word for saying metal that's froze. <laughs> so it's basically a big slob of metal. Mm-hmm. So you have to go out there and you have to like take a metal bar and just chip it off and make sure the inlet's clean so the next person that comes along on the next shift or whatever doesn't break the spout off into the hole furnace and stop the production line. Because so let me interrupt it. you for a second. And like I don't mean look, you were the guy who was the, the male dick operator and I'm just a amateur welder. But is it slag or stalactite? It's uh it's they call it slag. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go on. But but it's same thing. Okay. Stalactite is the technical term, I'm assuming. Slag is the... Yeah. What the blue-collar guys like. Yeah, we call it slag, but it's stalactite, whatever. Um, but you open it up on the inlet, so that's the reason I'm out there. That's why I'm laying this part down here. So basically, we have this new line come up, and we do not have all the safety features down pat on the line. So the engineers come up with this platform that's supposed to be able to allow us to clean the inlet and keep that line running, even though it's not ready to be running. Like, they basically had to come up with this platform so they can get the thumbs up to have um, the OSHA guys come by and say, yeah, this line's safe enough to operate. That kind of thing. So they cut corners on it. Well, to put the platform on, you have to have a human take a crane and put the platform on the front of the melder. And this, this, keep in mind, this platform's probably, I don't know, 25 by... 15. It's a huge platform. Probably weighs six or 7,000 pounds. And it, so a person is operating a crane that puts the platform in place, yeah, and then you these, can start walking on it. Yeah, there's like two hooks. I'm trying to do it with my fingers, like you my iPhone. But it, it, there's a hook, and you just seats in the hooks, kind of like that right there. Okay. And it uses this weight to stay on the melter. Um, well... To do that, you got to take these things called slings. They're like straps. You put the slings on the on the end of the safety bars, the rails, or whatever, and you place it in place. And somebody has to walk onto the platform and take the slings off the hook of the crane that placed it there. Well, I'm the person that got to put, got had to take the slings off. 
So mm-hmm. I walk onto the platform and I take the first set of slings off. And I always come back to this because it's important which way I took the slings off because they never told us how to take the slings off, just to take the slings off. So I always did it melter side first because I always figured that was the safest. No, no, melter away first. So I always figured that was the safest because I looked at it this way. If, you know, something would happen and these two slings would put me up, it would go this way instead of this way. Well, I took two slings up, and then the next thing I hear is ding, ding, ding. For those of you who never worked with a crane, Cranes make a bell sound to let people know they're operating, so people know that there might be a ten, you know, a t- you know, a five-ton piece of metal in the air coming at you. Uh huh. Really loud, and I heard that, and I knew exactly right now. Like, he picked the fucking crane up. Well, the <laughs> operator, he hit the up button on the crane, and as soon, and it only had two slings on it at this point, and it unseated that platform from the front of that melter, and basically the platform went like this, boom. Just hit the and basically I was thrown into the safety rails and then the the it act the, the impact the weight of it alone dragged the crane down like this. So I was going down with the actual platform because it took a while for the engine to catch up and actually hook and connect it. And then by the time I was doing, I was like hanging on a safety rail like this. <laughs> wow. And I was just dangling and I, I was probably dropped three or two or three stories at that point. And, like, it really hurt me hitting those safety rails. Because safety rails don't play so around. Wait, They're fucking dropped, solid steel. You dropped two or three stories onto a safety rail? Yeah. Oh. Because what happens, as soon as it unseated, the thing weighed so much, the crane couldn't stop it because of the momentum. Mm-hmm. It took the crane two or three stories before it could actually hold the platform and stop it. Damn. Oh, okay. So, so you were falling with the the platform for two or three stories and then the crane stopped it and you hit the safety bars. Yes. Okay. And Jesus. Basically holding That's on to it. And I remember I don't I don't remember what happened after that because all I remember was just like thinking about holding on because I so I had like one hand up here on, on the on like had like these inline floors. I had gripped that and I had another one wrapped around the safety bar. And I could feel like the safety bar moving because it was the kind that you could pull in and out. Like um, in case you needed to move something over something, so you could take actually take the safety rail off. I picture this entire thing happening over a like giant kettle of molten steel, kind of like the end. <laughs> well, of Toy it's Story not like 3. that. It's not, <laughs> but it's much worse than that. It's much worse than the end of Toy Story Three because that was a problem. Spoiler alert! <laughs> <laughs> it's much worse than that for me because like if I would have fell, it'd been instant death because nobody had cleaned the pit in a while. And if you don't clean the pit, the pit's the little area between the hold, holding furnace and the melter where all, like, the, the spillage goes. And it's basically mm-hmm. just raw, jagged metal. It's like rocks. So it'd be like falling five stories onto, like, a beach rock. And who the hell's making that sound? I'm a chokow. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us more about the pit. <laughs> Kyle thinks that you're not telling the highlights. He thinks that you're, uh, you know. Well, I'm just saying that... Uh, that was one of the life-changing falls. That's, that right there is the moment I'm like, I can't do this the rest of my life. And YouTube! That's actually, I, that's actually when I started branching out and started decided to look for other lines of work. Well, YouTube wasn't my other line of work at the time, but I decided to start expanding my skill sets now, were so you I don't have to be stuck then? in this job. What? Were you doing the chicken thing back then? Oh, yeah. How oh. How, how long have you uh, been doing that before you know you stopped? Um... Seven years? 
Wow, that's a long time. You just didn't enjoy it anymore? Well, I didn't need the money no more. Yeah, but I figured, you know, to be doing that, you you know, you must enjoy it or like it or something. I don't know. Well, I, fig- I figured, like, you did, you never talked about it, but you were really having, like, uh, chicken fights in your backyard all the time or something. <laughs> no. Cock fights like that episode of Seinfeld. Dude, you want to get some... That'd be a good my, video. Make a chicken fighting my, video. My stepfather got me into it. Video is a idea. Like if, if, if you were to fight chickens on YouTube, <laughs> like that's terrible. Idea. You, you can like, live stream it. You can live stream it. Do you get a strike? Will you get a will you get a strike for that on your they channel? They would probably you... take your channel. They, they'd more than strike you. That'd be the, that'd be your last video. That would be you it. Know, you know what the bad thing about it in South Carolina? The YouTube taking your channel would probably be a bigger deal than what you'd actually do if you got caught chicken fighting. Hmm. Here in South so, Carolina, you get 18 points on your license, and chicken fighting takes four points, so you can get caught like four or five times before they actually take you to jail. That seems pretty fucking lenient to me. You're telling me that after four, after they catch me doing this illegal thing four times, they will actually start taking me to jail for doing it? They'll start <laughs> fining you. Which is oh, like okay. Well, oh, okay. All right, we were cool with it the first three times. <laughs> got one, enough got, is enough. I got imagine, one more. like, the chicken fight going on in the background while you're paying your fine. You're like, all right, see you later, Larry. Nobody <laughs> like, really cares. You won a $10,000 pot chicken fight, and here's your $250. Yeah. So, okay. Wings, how much did you sell a chicken for? Like, what, what is a prize fighting chicken worth? $1,500. Gosh darn. And how long does it take to raise one? Um, it all, it all depends. It usually takes anywhere from two to three, maybe four months. It depends on what kind of breed he is, what strain he is, how quick he learns. At one time. What do you say? How many chickens would you raise at one time? Like, you, if they're each 40. worth, like, 40? Mm-hmm. Would you really sell, like, you don't, 40? You don't end up selling, like, six or seven a year. Oh. What would happen to the other chickens? Well, some would um, some would wouldn't make the cut. You just end up, you know, either selling them for meat or some weren't good enough. I mean, you only get like six or seven prize chickens through a, a breeding season. All right, I got a question. Have you ever eaten one of your chickens? Oh yeah. yeah. No. No, why not? Chickens are good. Chickens awesome. I've ate chickens some of the good. eggs off the hens. But you never just kind of been <laughs> like, you know, Did I'd you like to have some chicken. Chicken everyday meal, man. You know how you know how hard it is to pluck a chicken's feathers? You just boil them. Oh, <laughs> just boil right them. Out. I could just go to KFC and ten minutes later. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, those things are one minute just away. Skin them? No, like, you want to cook it with the skin on. That's the good part. Yeah, the skin's the good part. Like a KFC should just sell chicken skin. Yeah, I'd buy oh it. Oh my god, that's so bad for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, when you go eat KFC, you don't eat the chicken. You eat the chicken skin. That's where the good stuff is. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's not I, when I when I go to KFC I take the chicken skin off and eat the inside. Yeah, of course. Oh. Outside the saturated. Well, why don't you fat. just go to the store and get healthy chicken? You go to KFC to eat the chicken skin that's covered in uh, bread, yeah. and grease, and salt. Saturated yeah. fat. I'm usually taking Damn. the KFC against my will. I make it as healthy as I can. <laughs> then why don't you get the grilled chicken? It's good. I don't know. I haven't ate KFC in years, but I mean, but. <laughs> You'd only get like six. That one a fighting chicken, or was he just oh, the one you took role? a picture to? Yeah. yeah. He, he was he, a winner? He was a winner. All right. You see how big he was? It was dark. It was a huge cock. Huge yeah. cock. <laughs> it, was, it was, actually, if I remember right, it was a big black cock. It was a big black cock. <laughs> <laughs> and smiled. 
<laughs> you put your arm on the top of my little <laughs> improvised cages. Yeah. My yeah. wife my wife just peeked in the room going, What the f <laughs> Dude, there, there's so many mean videos you can do. I, I could have done with those chickens. Like, I, I was wonder what a do. cat versus one of those chickens would do. A cat versus. A oh, chicken. I just wanted you to go around and introduce us to your cocks, and you know. <laughs> yeah, that's one. that's a video where you just have license to make cock jokes. Yeah, but like when Shalene that's used to look at me, I used to tell them like, "Don't let the children go in the." Because do you still talk to her? <sighs> kind of not. I mean, like last time I seen her, she gave my phone back. What? You got your phone back? I got it that's back. Been, that's been drama for like six months now. Like the, <laughs> right. the Wings phone saga. I got it back. I, I, did, not it, but I, got it. Your, I did not know you were going to get that phone back. I didn't see this coming. What else is it that she had? Like a laptop or something like that you said? Damn, I, this guy actually follows me. Oh, come <laughs> on. That, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, she, had, she had my laptop, she had my movies, and she had my phone. I got my movies and my phone back. The laptop, I'm going to have to write off. I'd have written all that stuff off. That's <laughs> because <laughs> you're not a winner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, then. I guess so. It's, uh, I Damn. just called and told her I was going to go to the solicitor's office if she didn't bring my shit back. That was the approach you took? Not, you know, hey, baby, uh, don't you think it's right? I'd be like, I'm going to be up there with the sheriff probably next week about Wednesday if you don't bring my stuff back. <laughs> Damn. So you guys aren't getting along that well. Uh, I don't even have a way to contact her anymore. I took my phone back from her. <laughs> <laughs> That's a clever I like how Wings breaks up. I Hell like yeah. how Wings breaks up with chicks. boy, Wings. When Wings breaks up with a girl... He's looking to win the breakup, right? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's, like, he's taking phone. score, and he, you know, he's going to win that breakup. He's, he, she's she's not coming away with my phone. Not, I uh, could just uh, picture the conversation where she's, like, trying to bluster and, like, make excuses, and then he's just he's fed up, and he's like, all right, look here now, bitch. You're going to give me my phone back, and if not, I will be up there next week with the sheriff, and you'll give him the phone back. So you give me my phone back, I want my movies, I want my games. I'm winning this goddamn breakup. Well, I, I, I had to give a little bit because I was, like, was going to tell her I was going to get it all back with the sheriff. But if you just bring my shit back, I'll let you keep the laptop. Oh, wait a minute. You didn't say it. I th oh, the plot thickens. <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought that, you know, the laptop was just inaccessible or something. The truth is, she managed a partial victory in this breakup competition. There was a partial victory. <laughs> she got but the laptop. Did, did she pay for I guess she didn't work, right? So there was really she no didn't work. She didn't pay for anything. What the hell are you talking about? I'm just checking. I'm just checking, you know, it. But did she work around the house, <laughs> Kyle? I mean, she, she kept the house stuff. somewhat. She kept the house somewhat clean. I mean, it wasn't immaculate or anything, but it was like clean as you seen it when, when you seen her cleaning. I, I mean, when I went to your place, it was immaculate. I mean, that, that's not immaculate. You should go to my. You should go to my house, <laughs> dude. Please never come to my house. You'll be like, you know, I can't believe there's dog fur on the stairs or something. I mean, like, dude, that. Welcome home. Dude, the, my office is generally the dirtiest person, the dirtiest place in my house. Like usually, yeah. I like to keep my house clean enough that you run a wet vac in it, and it won't have the dirt. I I love my wife. Like I genuinely do. She is a fantastic person. And early in the marriage, I used to fuss at her because she's bad at cleaning. And now it's like, well, you know what? Focus on the stuff she's good at. You know, it, like <laughs> it's not worth fighting over. It, like Take all right. Battles. 
You know, yeah, pick your battles. It, it, I mean, it, your it, wife looks like she's pretty clean. I've never seen your house filthy. I mean, her hygiene is good. <laughs> <laughs> she showers regularly. Yeah, she does. I, I, I mean, I've seen you in your kitchen before. Do you like do like a spring cleaning before you pop the video camera on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> if you were to just randomly pop on the kid, and, and you know, she blames it like it's half my fault. You know, the, like, there'll be like, like literally two inches of stuff on the kitchen counter. I don't know, newspapers and ads and some craft things and some homeschool materials. And I'll be like, Jackie, come on. You know, like the, the clutter here is, like, I'm measuring it in depth. It's not like you left something around. <laughs> it's, you know, like we're breaking up the ruler. The kitchen is four inches dirty right now. And uh, and she's like, well, you left your shoes everywhere. Honey, what, like, there's two of them motherfuckers. We're talking about two flip-flops, woman. Like, like how messy can they get? Like, you know, the reason this place is messy is not two flip-flops that Colin wore somewhere and left wherever. And, uh, and now, you know, it's just like, look, I did. I'll ask her to tidy up if I need to film Let me ask you something. This. Let me ask you this. Is she mm-hmm. a soap opera woman? No. We don't even have TV. Oh, damn. Like, what does she so, do all day then besides, like, I know she homeschools. Oh, she's busy, yeah. The homeschooling takes a lot of time. Like, that'll book her till one or so. Um, taking the kids from place to place, at least with our kids, is a – I mean, she's always doing it. She's doing it right now, and it's 10 p.m. Um, so, you know, like, mostly – her life is devoted to making the kids and I as successful as we can be. And, I've heard uh, through the grapevine she will not get a like an all state safe driver bonus check this six months. <laughs> this six months, I'm trying to remember. Did she hit anything? I'm just saying. It's, I've heard she has some bad driving skills. Well, I like to tease her, but like she always claims that I'm the bad driver, and I'm like, but you're the one who hits stuff. Like, you know, like, and I'm talking about, like, she hit our garage door. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Next to our driveway, there's, um, like, a little elevated, uh, there's a big oak tree. You might have seen me try to knock it down, you know, with my shoulder. Um, And around it is, like, this sort of uh, landscaping wood thing that holds the mulch in. She hit that, and, you know, she just hits things now and then. And her excuses are ridiculous. Like, you know, it's not my fault. I thought it was in park. That makes it your fault. Like, you, <laughs> you, can't, you can't exit the vehicle while it's still in drive and be like, well, how can you blame that on me? Like, I, I thought it was in park. No, that, that's, that's the part where it's your, it, it drove by itself into the garage door. That's you. Or it's not my fault. How, how big of a headache was that one? I mean, that's two insurance claims right here on two different companies. I, dude, I just flat out was like... Why would you fight about that? Like, no, I'm just saying, like, how much a headache is that kind of stuff? Because the two insurance claims on the car and file, we just paid. You know, like, I was like, I did, I just paid for it all. Just break you know, out whatever. the YouTube checkbook. Got it. Whatever. <laughs> That's pretty much how it went down. She's texting me now. No, I'm texting you. That, You're texting me. One of the girls I'm seeing right now, she did that to her car, and she's trying to say she's a good driver. How come I don't have a picture <laughs> wings? What the hell is this all about? See if I can make this happen. I don't know. I'm not seeing it. Busted the rim clear. and the fucking sidewall. I was like, "Can this oh. be fixed?" I'm like, "I don't even know if the rim can be saved." <laughs> no, come on. Oh, there now. it is. The camera's picking it up pretty well yeah. right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So she broke the sidewall and the rim. Yeah, I'm oh, like, yeah. how the fuck you break the rim? <laughs> all my wife's rims are all scuffed up. Her sidewalls. You know, people are like, "Do you want the white wall showing?" I'm like, "No." 
It's not staying white. Like this, <laughs> that's how she tells us she's portrait. She bumps into the curb and stuff. And uh, when she crashed into the landscaping thing, um, she's like, it's not my fault. Of course, right? Not her fault. I was looking at the snowfall, and it was beautiful. <laughs> Wait, that's the worst excuse ever. Kyle, you're going to get to one of these girls. So you might as well pay attention. <laughs> hey, sorry that I uh, I did that thing. It's gonna I was be like, looking oh, at my Kyle, phone, I ran, I'm, and I I'm had back. this really funny text message. Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes it your fault. No, the Jackie, I swear to God, she really is great in so many ways. And, you know, in the ways that she's not perfect, like whether it be uh, cleaning the house or driving into stuff. Yeah. Now, here's the true test. Here's the true test. Can you sleep in the car with her driving? Yeah, well, sleeping is one of my superpowers. I could sleep in the car with, you know, anywhere. I sleep in the car with Kyle driving. Hmm. I never rode with Kyle, so I don't know. <laughs> Kyle, I, you know, Kyle doesn't always go Mach 1, because sometimes he goes Mach 2. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going that fast. How fast were we going? All right, well, that one time we were going fast, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and what, weren't we, like, multitasking or something? Yeah, yeah, we were, like, I think we were navigating while doing, like, 140 miles an hour. Like, yeah. Like, we where we were going. He's, like, going 140 miles an hour talking to OnStar or something, just, like, zipping around. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh... It's fa- I didn't realize the, we were going the that operator fast. was, like, looking at that little blue dot move, like, motherfucker, I, you don't need directions. <laughs> Somehow <laughs> it street. It came up. 15th Street. It, it came up the next day or two. I was like, the fastest I've ever been in a car, I think, is 120 miles an hour. And he's like, what? We went 140 yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that is now the fastest I've ever been in a car, 140-something. And and my, with my laser vision, I spotted that cop like a half mile away and slowed he it down. did, and his car is like a supercar or something. Like, I did not realize we were going 140, and it also didn't feel like we went from 140 to 60 or whatever it was in, you know, whatever, some small amount of space. It's, uh, it's so a cool Kyle, car. Kyle, you're like my brother. My brother can smell cops. Oh, I, no, I, I don't have any super skills. I get lots of fucking speeding tickets. Do you? Well, well define lots because eventually they start telling oh, you you can't drive no more. <laughs> I think, unless they're like uh, Wings' is neck of the woods with cockfighting. Is it cockfighting to fall on your license? It falls under your uh, your 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 game and uh, hunting license. You know, they're calling me a snowcracker in the comments. Oh <laughs> God! Has <laughs> anybody ever on the place a man took offense to the word cracker? I, I haven't. When I think crackers, I think delicious saltines and like chicken soup. I think about Ritz and like a piece of cheese or some shit, and like a yeah. little piece of ham. Wheat yeah. thins, wheat thins. Damn, no, crackers. no love for wheat thins. Screw you guys. No. I'm off PKA. Done. <laughs> Forget it. I don't know what to put in my lower third. Would someone in the comments give me an ideas for what my lower hey, third? Hey Chris. Would yeah. You seem to be an adrenaline junkie. What's the fastest you ever been in a car? I. I was with a friend that had a a, a Viper, and I, I kind of remember us being at like a hundred and it was like a hundred and fifty something. But I, I do I used to have a Honda CBR nine hundred, and uh, I remember getting up on the interstate. I was going a hundred bike, right? Yeah, 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 motorcycle. Yeah, I remember getting up on that at a hundred and sixty one, and as soon as I hit that, I just kind of like, okay, that's enough. <laughs> 
Yeah. But that was that was sick as hell though. Going 160 on the interstate and on a motorcycle, that was fucking badass. I could yeah, just imagine something like a deer darting out, like, oh, time to hit the median. Right. <laughs> no, exactly. no, there are there are videos of people hitting deer at like you know 120 plus on motorcycles. It's not a big deal. It splits the deer in half. No way. No, seriously, if you hit a deer going 50, you probably die. You hit one going 150, and you just did some cool shit. <laughs> that ain't There's cool, videos man. of it on YouTube. The, the, the deer just splits in half. It explodes. Oh. It's awesome. There's one at 85 miles an hour. Let's see what this one looks like. This is the kind of place that Kyle eventually finds himself when you when you just start clicking around YouTube without any particular place to go. Like, oh, I ended up in a place where I'm watching a deer get split in half oh, at 135 miles. Man, we're in the dark side of YouTube again. How the fuck did I find my way here? <laughs> my friend, this is not the front page. <laughs> right. Here, watch the Swedish ass judging contest. Remember that video when I made the rounds, or whatever it was. It wasn't Swedish. It was. Finish. Have you guys have you guys seen that? Um, I think it's Sweet Baby's ice cream or something like that. Sweet it's, Baby's it's, ice cream. Yeah, what? it's like a legit ice cream commercial. But if you watch it, you it, like I t- I, I uh, tweeted it out to uh, K-pop one day, and she was just like, "What the fuck did I just watch?" It's it's an, a legit ice cream commercial that you guys got to watch. It's fucked up. Let's see if hmm. I can find what it is. It's like sweet baby ice cream or some shit. Wait, Chris, I don't mean to, to yeah, distract from your from your ice cream search. Is that a Lucha Libre mask behind you? Uh, yeah, actually it is. <laughs> oh. Like I used well, to, uh, like halfway through my career, probably like five or six years into my career, I came up with a, uh, it was actually a Japanese character, Kinzo Yamaguchi, and that was uh, the actual mask that I... So wait, you were Kinzo Yamaguchi? Yeah, I was a Japanese character too, because there was a lot of times on the indie scene where, uh, oh, here's that fucking video. Um, but there's a lot of times on the indie scene where I had to work a show like twice. I had to work the show like two times, and after a while, it kind of got old because I was like, man, these the the crowd seeing Chris Katera twice. You know, I'm not, I'm not that big a deal, so I came up with a different character so that you know I could still wrestle twice, make twice the bank. And nobody would know that it was me. Uh, and I wrestled underneath the uh, luchador mask. Dude, Holy is it, shit! Is it the ice cream commercial where the woman has ice cream all over? Yes, that's it. Y'all gotta see this video. It Can you put it bite. in the chat, please? I wanna, I wanna see the the chick covered in ice <laughs> oh, cream. Oh, it's so horrible! Oh, never mind. <laughs> you'll never, you'll never be the same after you watch it. It's my, fucking my, weird. Is it X rated or something, or can my, we share it? You can share it. It's just creepy, dude. It's creepy as hell. Like I like you know if my wife goes in the in the kitchen's like hey I want some ice cream I'm like uh, I'm good. <laughs> no I don't like this. <laughs> there's, there's no link in the chat. Where's the link in the chat? Just oh, no. little baby's ice cream. And yeah, it's it, just so disturbing. I've been listening to I'm watching it with no volume, but I think if there were volume I'd be really creeped out. Oh dude the volume. Oh that I that's what that is. The volume Sh- makes the video because he's got this creepy guy's voice just. I love sweet baby's ice cream. I mean, it's it's fucking demented, dude. Fuck that! I'm not watching it. I've seen it once. Uh-uh. I would never eat that ice cream. Ever, <laughs> ever will I eat your ice cream? That is never, some creepy never, shit. Never. Somebody Are sent me a gift of that. I didn't know what it was. Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. Are you watching this, Woody? Watch- Are you? I'm looking at the ice cream guy. 
It's a woman. That's a that's a chick, by the way. That's a fuck that even harder then. <laughs> fuck that. Uh. Uh-uh. Get that shit off my YouTube. You gotta yeah, see that I fucking. I've seen gore videos that didn't disturb me that much. <laughs> fuck. Hey, did you guys see that deer getting hit by the cop car posted in the link? Yeah, I saw no, that. Yeah, that's disgusting. That's fucked up. All of his windows screen and shit. Yeah, shit just exploded. There's chunks of meat on his window. (laughs) Boom. That was horrible. Yeah, right? (laughs) Fuck that. That's no, that's too creepy. I'm a little bit damaged from that. (laughs) I told you it was fucked up, man. I told you it's crazy. Yeah. I don't I don't remember how I came across that. I was like legit on YouTube just like searching around. I don't remember how I came across it. You know, if you get that bored, my videos are always there. <laughs> <laughs> I make thousands of those motherfuckers for this, this, this situation. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, that's the my exact reaction when I want. I'm like, hey I don't... Shaggy? Yo. It, what number hat are you on now? Uh, seven, six, five, I don't know, man, six. Can we classify that as a burka, or is that just a scarf you put over your head? <laughs> These aren't really hats, they're fake hats. Fake hats, Oh, yeah. you're faking uh, your hats. Go there again. <laughs> oh. well, yeah, I'm faking my face as well, isn't it? So, Shaggy, <laughs> have you completely, like, gotten past any fake sensitivity? Like, you know, sensitivity to being fake? Or is uh, it yeah, compl- still... I completely, I completely let go after the whole controversy at that point. Um, so that's just if they're trying to hurt your feelings, it's just an ineffective insult. Yeah, of like, course. Yeah, it's just, you know, yeah, whatever. You know, it's just nothing. Sort of like you know, done that. Time, let's move on. Well, some people just drag it on too much. By in enough. my mind, the whole fake nuke thing has gone from like, oh my gosh, big YouTube sin to like legendary prank. Like it, it is one of the big. You know, it's just a fake nuke, right? Like it. Yeah. You got it, people to stand in one spot while you threw a nade. BFD, it dude. Was, like, like it was simple to do it, but I don't know. It, 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 I don't know. It was going to be that effective on view views. Uh, yeah, you know. and how many views is it up to now? Nearly four million, but. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still get like a check from that all the time? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. Like maybe. every you don't know. You think so? Like I'm just <laughs> guessing. I'm not quite sure. There might be royalties rolling in from that for the rest of my life because fake nuke is still the biggest controversy. Dude, there have been people on YouTube who've traded child porn for shoutouts. There's a guy on YouTube who had a girl rescued from his apartment because she felt like she was gonna get raped. And those things were not really as bad as the fake nuke was. <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, yeah man. What's, what's Black Ops 2 going to have? Because uh, I've heard it's going to have nukes as well. Black Ops 2, there is a rumored 5,000 point score streak that is almost certainly bullshit. You know, one guy put yeah. it up. It's getting like reposted everywhere. Wow. And he says, I talked to David Vondahar at Eurogames or something close to that. And uh, I pulled him aside and said, hey, level with me. Is there a secret thing? And he says, oh yeah, there's a secret at 5,000, which is a lot. It's about 30 kills or something. And uh, hmm. um, there is a, what I think to be fake rumor that there's going to be some sort of nuke-like thing. Oh, it's not nuke-like. It's supposed to play music and do something on your screen when you get it. It doesn't affect the other team. But they they did do something. They do have like 
Easter eggs of that kind, right? Because what, what was the Nuketown, Nuketown thing? Yeah, yeah what was it? I think you needed to get headshots on all the mannequins, mm, like it, in some time limit that's hard to hit. Like you need a coordinated team, and uh, and if you do that, it played. It was a Rolling Rolling Stone song, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Did they have to credit that in the manual and stuff? See, I, I don't know. I was always wor- wondering about that. It, you know, so. Maybe, maybe I don't know. But it Whoever didn't affect there. gameplay. It didn't affect. It wasn't like a nuke yeah. or a mo Moab Moab. However, people. Want yeah, to I say. said Moab Moab for a while, and people are like, "Why is what do you say Moab?" I needed to say Moab more AB. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I apparently pronounce fictitious words incorrectly. Moab. Well, I always say it Moab because then people are like, "Well, do you say Road?" And I'm like, no, but it's an acronym. It's not a word. Yeah. I, Thus, I, I said, I'm going to pronounce it phonetically. I think I have been saying Moab or Moab. Or, not Moab, but Moab. It's, Moab. it's pronounced Moab. I think that's a popular pronunciation, yeah. But there are I some elitists that are like, I say Moab. Like, really? Okay. It's not Moab. Like, when, when you get the motherfucker, he goes, friendly Moab, available. I'm just, I'm just saying. I don't know. I've only gotten I've gotten zero Moabs because I suck at Call of Duty. So <laughs> you haven't had one yet? No, I have. I've got one. Oh, okay. <laughs> I had to. It's one of those things, right? Where it's like if you play, if you're a YouTube yeah. guy and you play Modern Warfare Three, you got to have a Moab, and then that shuts everybody up. Like you haven't? Have you gotten a Moab? Have you gotten a Moab? <laughs> like yes. Dude, I, no, shut I've up, gotten over a hundred Moabs, and I'm still bad at the game, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys have to have a Black Ops too. Can you say that slower? <laughs> Are you guys hyped? <laughs> Are you guys hyped to Black Ops? Do you guys got any plans for your channels? I'm gonna post Are gameplay we- of it. Are we have two Black Ops two? Are, are, we, we, <laughs> are we hyped? I think he's saying. I think he's saying. Are hyped, we hyped sure. about Black Ops two? <laughs> yeah. Uh, to be totally honest, I phase in and out of my hype level. Like sometimes I see something like a, before the first multiplayer trailer. The inside of me was like, I don't know. Then I saw the first multiplayer trailer, and it was like, yes, this is awesome. This is genuine innovation. It's new. It's this and that. Sometimes I feel like it's reskinned, and then I think about the objective-based focus they're going to put on there, and I have these hopes that it's going to change the entire community by rewarding them for being objective players. And um, and so the, the answer it, I'm like a sine wave, dude. You know, I, I sometimes I'm at my highs, sometimes I'm at my lows with regards to Black Ops Two excitement. Yeah. I'm trying not to look. What about a cosine wave? About it. <laughs> not a lot of difference. I just don't I, I have said that all these good games are coming out and Black Ops 2 is overshadowing them. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask cuz aside from Black Ops, we're all, you know, somewhat excited cuz we all post Black Ops, but I mean, uh, Call of Duty, but what are the other games that you're like anticipating? Just honor motherfucker next week. Need to speed uh mostly most one is coming out. I'm interested in that as well. Moes one? No, Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Need for Speed. Okay. Moes See, I'm at the point my I'm at the point in my channel where I have to be able to make some kind of money off what I buy and post, and I would really love to play Dishonored because it looks really cool. But I don't think many people are gonna be watching that, dude. Why do you think I haven't posted Resident Evil Six yet? Like I did one review of it today, and the shit's at like sixteen hundred likes right now, and it's the only video of the day. I did a magic trick yesterday and it got seven thousand likes. Dude, that magic <laughs> trick was it the one with the bottle? Yeah, 
uh, I want to do more vlog videos. Like, I, I want to do them right now. I want to go outside and do something, yeah. anything. Heck, I like watching Wings film his freaking speedometer. And I can't tell you why, but I'm like... <laughs> Look at that speedometer. That's how fast Wings is going while he filmed this. <laughs> like it, somehow that's interesting to hey, me. Hey, did you see my Vanishing Pen one, Woody? Not the pen. I saw the quarter Dude, in the, the bottle. The pen was the better one. Yeah, the pen one was, the was really good. In the bottle? Yeah, the pen one was good. I'll need to check out the pen. I wanted to do and I was like, I want to do tricks. Well, wait a minute. I can't straight up raw instinct it, but I want to do something. I want to vlog. <laughs> and I want to, you know, do whatever. Maybe I'll do more of a bar trick kind of variety on it. I'm in, I don't I'm in the same boat. Like, I want to do something on camera. I don't want to play Call of Duty. I want to be like... I like COD, but I... I don't I, like Modern I, Warfare 3. I got to wait for Black it. Ops, and there's a month. What do you think about GTA? GTA 5 is coming out. I never liked the series. Like mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. I just finished Resident Evil Six, and I like I'm ex- like that's what I'm probably gonna do when I get off this. Go play Resident Evil Six. Then I'll probably play Shit Out Dishonored and Medal of Honor, and then so, I didn't see your review. I read some reviews, and they said it was super ta- bad, terrible. How did you feel about it? Um, <laughs> I, I'm gonna give you the well. I'm gonna do the Woody thing. If you buy two games a year, don't buy it. If you buy four games, it's one of the four. So I actually like that ranking system. But I only use it because two wings and a fuck you is taken. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see my Borderlands fuck review? You by shit. <laughs> Did you see my Borderlands review by chance? Uh uh-uh. uh. Oh, I mentioned it in there. I was like, you know, the best rating system is two wings down, a fucking shit. <laughs> that one's taken. So, so I, oh, you know, I forgot I what movie I did that on. It was a really bad movie. I'm like, fuck this, two wings down, fuck you and shit. <laughs> seriously, wings, are you are you enjoying Resident Evil like for real? Dude, I'm straight up. It is one of the most enjoyable games I've played since Fallout New Vegas. Like it's See, the only get, like I judge a game by how much I want to play it. Right, like, replay value, yeah. Yeah, like when I when I stop playing a game and I wake up and I instantly want to play it again, even though I know I need to do other shit, that's a good game. You know, yeah, I, I've never felt that Infinity way. Infinity Ward campaigns are like that for me. Like the moment I begin them, I'm like, how can I get more of this? I want more. When when I played the Modern Warfare 3 campaign, and I get there's probably people in the chat who didn't feel the same way, but when I played Modern Warfare 3 campaign, I skipped food and hygiene until I was done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like it was a movie. Like, And if I yeah. wasn't playing, it was like the movie was paused. Dude. Yeah. Play Resident Evil 6. You ever watch Resident Evil movies? Yeah. They're way, it's way better than those. Really? See, I'm still on the fence, and this is what I did. I last weekend, I like legit went to like GameStop and was just picking up some random ass games because my subs were wanting me to post some gameplay of it. And it was like, oh, I got them right here. I hadn't even played them yet, but um, I bought Condemned Criminal Origins. I don't know what the fuck that is. And then I bought Vampire Rain. And I'm actually like up there at the checkout buying these games, and the manager of the store is like. Why? Why are you buying these games? They're both legit, like three bucks, three forty nine and two forty nine, and there's a reason for that. And I'm like, I told him, I said, well, I've got a you know a small YouTube channel, and my subs want to want to see some gameplay of this. Anyway, we started talking. And he's like, okay, well, how many subs do you have? You know, uh, are you partnered in this and that? And he said, well, I tell you what, I want you to come back Monday night at midnight for the Resident Evil Six. Uh, midnight launch, and you can do some, you know, promoting of your channel to some people that are on the lines and blah blah blah. I was like, okay, cool, I'll do that. 
So I come back, and I'm still on the fence like, well, I'm already here at GameStop. I might, I'm not a Resident Evil fan. I might as well go ahead and pick up the game. So I, I go up to the counter like 10 minutes before midnight, and I talk to the manager. I'm like, hey, I'm not trying to like, you know, be cool and throw that YouTuber card out, but can I go ahead and get my copy of it so that whenever midnight hits and all these people are coming in, I can like go ahead and like leave. And um, he's like, yeah, cool, that's no problem. And uh, so he gives me the copy, and I start mind-fucking myself as I'm standing there with my copy, and I'm like, why the fuck did I just buy this game? I'm not even a Resident Evil fan. So then I, what I ended up doing, I talked myself out of it. I go outside, and I ask like the 100, 150 people that are at GameStop waiting for this game, how many of you guys pre-ordered this and have already paid for this game? And, of course, you know, there's a majority of them are all like, hell yeah, that's what we did. And I said, well, is there anybody in this line right now that is, like, legit just up here to pick up the game? You haven't paid for it. You're fixing to do that at the counter. And, like, I don't know, 20 people raised their hand. Well, the first person, the person that was closest to me, I was like, here, you can have it. I just bought it. You can fucking go ahead and have it, dude. And it was, like, five minutes before midnight. He was – I made his fucking day. He was, like, 14 you years old. You gave the game away? Yeah, I gave the game away. Because well, I, I mind-fucked myself out of it. <laughs> I want to see if you can see it. Can you put the camera on me? Yes. What is this? Uh, it's I'm on. I'm hoping it will focus. That's a receipt. I was going to say what? I see Medal of Honor. I saw Medal of Honor somewhere. Am I there. seeing a $104 receipt? That's a $194 receipt. Man, brother, what the damn. Damn, Wings, where are my games at? Yeah, I just showed you that. I got Resident Evil 6, Dishonored, and Medal of Honor Warfighter all at the same time. I remember when I bought... (laughs) I bought Bad Company 2, and uh, I posted a couple games over to Respawn, and I was so excited that I was now in a position where a YouTube channel could pay for my game expenses. Hey, that's my baller of the year, dude. (laughs) Your what? Everybody feels like a rich man. The only time I get to feel like a rich man is when I go and pre-order like six games at one time because I know they're going to pay for themselves. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm looking forward to playing? And, and I don't know that I can do it on like videos on demand, but maybe live stream it. I want to play some Heavy Rain. I want to get that some, figured out. I've heard some pretty good things about that. I've heard Heavy Rain is awesome. Wings said it was Heavy the best Rain game of the year. Fantastic. And I, it has hardcore sex in it, right? Oh. It does have hardcore sex in it. Ooh, yeah. Do you know yeah. who the killer is? Don't yeah. stop! Killer alert. <laughs> It's a fucking good story. I pl- I sat there probably 16 hours straight and beat it on the first playthrough. Damn. See, I can't do that. If I sit down for an extended period of time to play the single-player campaign of a game, I start Left- losing Lefty. track of the story. Lefty. Are we still talking about Heavy Rain? No, Lefty. I don't. <laughs> How many times have we sat there and played Daisy for nine hours straight? Oh, goodness. Too many times, yeah. A lot. No, but that's how I, I'm not saying I, I'm averse to it. It's just I, I start playing the game and I get so involved in the story, I, I like start forgetting what I did previously. I'm By like, the way, Lefty was supposed to pick Resident Evil 6 up, but he didn't have YouTube money. So you just go <laughs> like his channel. Yeah, you need to go subscribe. Get me more YouTube money, Dan. <laughs> purpose of this appearance. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. Um, what's people talking about in the comments about the mic talk? Oh, they talking about oh, microphones. Shit. Uh, I'll explain it without dragging on forever, but I got some microphone, new microphone talk. No, I'm actually <laughs> no, interested. No microphone talk. 
the the background is this. At one time, like a couple weeks ago, maybe six weeks ago, we were talking about microphones. It drug on probably longer than it could possibly be entertaining. And uh, then it just became like a running joke. Like talking about microphones was the most interesting thing we could do. There were some subs who genuinely enjoyed the microphone talk. Yeah, I can see but that. I think most, not so much. Most not so much. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I but still I, get tweets and comments. People are like, I want microphone talk. I want videos dude, dedicated to microphones. Like, I genuinely love microphone talk. I'm on the edge of my seat wondering what Wings has new in his audio world. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, like, I have a passion for microphone talk. Like, it, I love microphone talk, too. <laughs> Kyle's loading a pistol. He's like, God, <laughs> I, well, I enjoy it simply for the, for the fact that I'm sitting here with a blue snowball and I've had this thing. This is the first mic that I bought, but I legit want to like upgrade to like a badass, like serious mic. But I don't I, know. I don't know what the fuck. I, don't, I use, I I no use the Yeti, which is just a step up from what you got. Right. It, I, I mean, the Podcaster is good too. I have this Shure SM7B, and it, at one time, like, because I did all this research, I figured out what to buy. It was good. We well, were legitimately it, doing it microphone had, talk. Have you affected one? Now I keep seeing it in other people's videos and stuff. Like, I know X-Jaws has the same setup. I know Wings now, I think, has the same boom that I do. And it's like, man, you know, I was, like, legit head and shoulders. <laughs> now everyone else is rocking the same mic. I need, like, a 1930s-style radio mic or something to stand out again. <laughs> how, much did, how much did I set up cost you in total, Woody? Um, well, if you were to get here in a straight line, it'd be like $1,100, but I wasn't that smart, and I probably, like, I don't even know what I have in the audio stuff. It's a lot. I've got thousands in audio over the years. Yeah. Like, I'm rocking the uh, 7.1 AX720s, probably the oh. best headset on the market right now. Tritons? Yeah. Oh, here we go. That's what he says, right? And then he'll <laughs> well, take them I, off his head, and he'll break them. <laughs> and that'll be that. No, my, trains, my last pair of trains lasted me four years, and the mic, the mic came on. Kyle, help me here, right? These, these heads, I think he fibs about his headset. Oh, long. my God. Wings. Fake headset breaking, <laughs> fake right, headset wings, breaking. When Wings gets mad, he just starts stomping things and throwing things. There's no telling what he's replaced. He won't tell you, but he I won't. guarantee like, uh, it's been like two or three keyboards. Mm-hmm. I never broke a keyboard. Probably ten total console controllers. Mm-hmm. I, he probably took a Wii remote and murdered someone with it at one point. <laughs> Wings yeah. goes through headsets like every two months, and he claims, "Oh no, none of them were in anger, right? Some of them we have fucking video evidence of him breaking <laughs> headsets in anger, and, and he still denies that it's ever happened." Oh, I broke oh. Astros a couple weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get let's get off of the microphone talk. I wanted to get on the prostitute story. I, I still got to talk oh, about the microphone thing. I no longer care about your microphone because Kyle wants to talk about prostitutes. It's so okay. much better. I, <laughs> fucking microphones, Christ. Yeah, in the in the comments, let us know if you want to hear us talk about microphones or prostitutes, please. I vote microphones. Not that I have a vote. In the, not that I have a vote at this table, but if I did, I would vote microphones. Why can't we just fuck prostitutes with microphones? <laughs> Boom. Or maybe oh, have man. a porno with microphones. Is anyone curious about Kyle's pr- prostitute? Oh my God, mics are killing it. You guys are so weak. You guys are so weak. <laughs> microphones go, are just pouring in, man. They all want to like hear the video them. if you want mic talk. Like the video for mic talk. Matter of fact, like my Resident Evil Six now. review for mic talk. It was a hilarious <laughs> prostitute story. It was hilarious. Was there blood? No. 
Were there There's microphones? No. Actually, yeah, there was blood. Now that I think about okay, it. Okay, I might want to hear it now. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> what? Wait, we were championing talking. your microphone talk for you, for your topic. You can't just give up. When you have a dirty hooker and you have blood, there's an interesting story there. Yeah. All right. So uh, I was talking to someone. I was I was talking to someone the other night who had uh, who had been a marine, and he was talking about being in Japan, and him and like four of his buddies finding this hooker on the streets and going back to her place. And I and um, and I guess they were like, you know, at some point, yeah, you know, let's let's have sex. And she's like, okay, okay, but you can't fuck me. And they're like, why not? And and lo and behold, it's it's a, it's really a man. It really has a penis. I was like, oh, that's crazy. So what'd you guys do? He's like, oh, we beat the shit out of him. And I'm just like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah, just beat the shit out of him. Then we went back to the boat. And then Mikey said, I'm going to go back and see what's going on over there. Make, I'm going to go back. We were like, all right, dude, whatever. So we asked him the next day, what happened? What'd you do? He's like, well, he wanted somebody to fuck him, so I fucked him. Dude, you told me this story before, right? <laughs> and it didn't sink in until just now. Mikey is definitely gay, right? <laughs> yeah. like, he finds a prostitute that I guess is a transvestite or something because they didn't realize it was a guy at first. Yeah. And then they beat him up, right? So he's like repressing and sort of like, oh, yeah, gay bashing, grr, 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 I'm not gay. And then he goes, you know what? But that butthole might be extra yeah. tight. <laughs> you know, like uh, this, this might be for me. And he goes back and he's like, I showed him. I fucked him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like, dude, no, you found a tranny, and then you were like, damn, I'm going back, and he did, and then he had sex with the tranny. That, like, you know, there's the whole that that is a gay person. Yeah, I know it, that is the definition of a gay person. Yes, it could be bisexual. Well, okay, okay. Well, that, I'll that grant is, that. Okay, I take this away. That okay, is the sexual. definition of a homosexual act. I mean, you, you actually label like he doesn't like pussy now since he fucked a, a guy dressed like no, a girl. But 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 we're saying it's messed up because he just had beaten this person up for their alternative lifestyle that he's obviously like cool with when it comes, you know, when it comes to him. I feel we are talking about trannies and fucking trannies in front of Woody's wife. Uh, <laughs> oh, she's heard worse. She's heard worse. Yeah, she just wait till she goes back and hears the track about all the clean talk. Oh yeah. Colin does not want to be on camera. <laughs> oh, you guys have like matching shirts.